2: Welcome to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey, Eric. That is Mark, for those who are joining us for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, hey, and yeah. Hey there. Hi, everybody. This hey. is a Warhammer podcast.
3: <laughs> oh, so this is how you want to start it. <laughs> this is our second take and this is what yeah. you came up with. No, okay. I'm not happy
2: with this one
4: either. Bowden. Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and joining us, we got two guests. We got Brody. Um, hello, hello. You've been on one before with us. But yeah. it wasn't a main episode, so good to have you on a real deal.
5: Thanks for having me, boys. You finally graduated? Mm-hmm. I apparently I passed my uh my initiation test. Yeah, there
3: are some friendship exams that you had to pass with me first before we could let you yes. on. We it. had
5: both those exams on that couch over there. So <laughs> it, I think I passed, but then you didn't Arousing bring me on success. for a while. They are so. physical exams.
2: <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. This it's, makes sense. It's there's a paper portion, sure. But... So
3: this is the intro you wanted, eh? <laughs> yes. This no. is more our speed. <laughs> okay. this, this is more representative of lorehammer. <laughs> As a whole, I okay. think. It really makes Respect.
5: sense now. I've been listening, and now I'm starting to get the visualization ah. in my mind.
3: Yeah, I think, I think we got this.
6: Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hi. Oh.
3: There <laughs> he is. Ha- we had you on a couple times ago, but uh, here you are for our main one as well. So that's nice. Everyone's here. All the boys are here. The boys, boys are the back in town. Oh, we no. went two different ways. I mean, there's there. so many. Yeah, boys in the hood. Boys and are back both and of you are actually wrong. Today we're talking about orc boys, specifically. Oh, Look at oh, that. Orc Speci- boys. Yeah, specifically one. Gazkill, Meg, orc, Thraka, the prophet of the Wog. But the orc boy, actually. The orc boy. That's how you do it. Orc man, even, some would. The
5: wow. biggest orc mm. boy.
3: Yeah. He de has grown boys. into an orc man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, uh, go check out our Facebook, our Instagram. We do posts, you know, you know, everyone knows what social media is, you know. They do, but they
2: might not know that we are on social yeah, media. Okay. So we're so, on social media. Yeah. Um so obviously Facebook, Discord, Twitter, cool. email, if you're that a much of a boomer mm-hmm. and you want to contact us that way yeah yeah but
3: by sending us paragraphs and then we have to respond with like one sentence right typing. be like cool glad you like the show <laughs> <laughs> but My. the big one really is our discord
2: yeah um, if you aren't part of our community already it's pretty great um, not only do we just hang out and have a good time a lot of the time we also run some community events oh yeah place to get some uh, critiquing on your hobbying or mm-hmm. advice
3: for the stories you're writing or yeah i have one channel on the discord it's called criticism only and the whole point is just put your model there and watch it get torn apart <laughs> i don't like that you can painted it red it's a blood angel i don't like it that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's really nice if you're looking for some feedback that's not very good. Me- some feedback, unconstructive criticism. Feedback, yeah. Very, yeah. very good place
5: to go if yeah. you hate yourself already. So, <laughs> exactly. So, so they're I'm looking for a little punishment. That's for a, sure. tons of glutton fun for on punishment there. here. <laughs> Loving it absolutely. I've just lurked. I've never really posted. Yeah. Yeah. I just lurk on there and I'm like, yeah, huh, nice <laughs> memes, and then, <laughs> memes yeah. and then I'm like, I should post. Nah, it's weird. You need it's to weird post.
3: You have a army, man. Oh, yeah, oh. I do. Oh, and we just talked about
2: Vistroyans the other
5: day yeah you yeah. did I got real horny on that
2: one
5: so it was good it was excellent okay
2: but well now you have to actually post yeah I will I, I will okay, be watching
5: will. okay this is awkward now yeah. I don't I feel very trapped <laughs> I, it brought is a them, trap. I brought them today so you could look at oh those. most excellent so nice. you get ready for that I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do a bunch of pictures
2: so wow. come talk to us, I guess. Yeah, that's come hang out that. on our Discord because yeah. it's great. Yeah, uh, and you're gonna be able to see Brody's Vestroyans.
3: Yeah, hopefully in the next no.
5: sixty hours.
3: Oh, it's okay. gonna happen. Okay, sixty hours. That's a
5: that's a decent amount of time. Like I don't know why I went with sixty, not like you have like twenty four, forty eight, <laughs> like, like three days. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: Woo>! Okay, <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, start the episode.
2: I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think we should just really dive right in to talk about Gazcool. The, you heard of the, that guy? Prophet of the Wog. Mm-hmm. That's cool. The Wag. The Wag. <laughs> the Wag. The
4: yeah, Wag. The Wag. The I like that one. <laughs> That's my personal favorite.
2: <laughs> and uh, obviously, we're going to start off with a quote from the main boy himself. Oh, yeah. I'm Warlord Kazku Mag Urukthraka, and I speak with the word of the gods. I'm the prophet of the wog, and whole words burn in my boot prints. Ooh, yeah. That's, wow. Goosebumps. I can't believe we actually had Thraka
5: in the studio. Wow. He's bigger than I expected. (laughs) I was expecting model size Thraka. You guys upgraded to the biggest size Thraka. A 12-foot-tall
2: orc just walked through the door. (laughs) Yeah through the door. <laughs> through the open door. the door. The no roof's enough. a little yeah. gone too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any any wall becomes a door when you're <laughs> Thraka. Yeah, <laughs> it's a <good> absolutely. Life. <laughs> so obviously today we're going to focus on Thraka mm. himself. We're going to oh. talk a lot about his history um Kind of the things he's been involved in over the years, the turning points for his orc empire.
3: What is he like as an orc?
2: Exactly. We'll what's his sometimes? What's his personality? To to yes. Mm-hmm. Who are the people that hang around him yeah. that kind of help him, like propel him forwards? So, yeah. 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 There's
3: a couple key characters in his history that uh, we'll also be talking about too.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're gonna throw a couple names at you, but yeah, it's gonna be good. This is uh It was an enjoyable episode to prepare.
3: Yeah, orcs. It's always good when you see orcs. So, wog. Let's wog on. WOG! Where's Dylan? Yeah.
5: (laughs) I I really need to meet this man, Dylan. (laughs) He sounds
4: incredible. (laughs) He's he's got the big D energy. Oh, yeah. big D D. D energy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Enough about another man's dick.
2: Anyways. Uh, I uh, I thought that stood for big Dylan energy.
3: Oh, shows where my mind went, I guess. Everybody Fart. sees what they want <laughs> to I see, guess. <laughs> see. I guess. Now we get to see both. <laughs> so let's talk about the origins of Thraka. Um, Gazkill Magurk Thraka, the self proclaimed prophet of the Wog, known in the Imperium as the Beast of Armageddon, is the orc warlord of Wog Gazkill and currently the most notorious war boss of the 41st millennium. He's the biggest, he's the baddest, he's the greenest, and up until PrimeWorks, he was the best. Mm. Oh. Now you say guys kill's the best, and uh, that's that. Our story starts in M41 on the planet of Urk, an orc populated world. Urk was originally a human populated world, but around M32, wow, well, M32, orcs invaded and conquered Urk, leaving nothing behind except their spores. For the next 8,000 years, the orcs, or Urk, the planet, would be in constant battleground for the warring tribes of orcs. It would remain this way until the rise of a lordly orc boy, Gaskill Meg Urk Thraka. And some other side factors also come into mm-hmm. play. So, the planet, it's just been, like, uncontested. Well, it's always contested, I guess, but just by orcs for 8,000 years, just battling.
2: Yeah, so they definitely say that they, uh, like, removed everything other than orcs does that mean like all animals as well
3: uh no maybe those survived okay I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, the orcs... funny
2: thing about orcs is they don't need anything other than orcs. Yeah, they got squigs orcs. and yeah. all that. Yeah. Everything they need, they just bring with them and grow, right? Yeah, so... they just kind of produce on their own with their spores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I kind of wondered if it was like they went on a literal, like, rampage. <laughs> they were like every, every single thing. animal that we find, everything like living. that would just be very characteristic
6: of
3: an orc, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this hummingbird, this is what they are. I'm done with this hummingbird. <laughs> crushes it um there was other things on the planet it was a human-owned planet originally Mm -hmm. but there was an elder outpost on it there's some hrud even on it so all those are gone for sure Uh, spine dorians i don't think i've ever heard that uh but they're a minor alien race uh and and they're just on that planet that's all we know okay so it really just sounds
2: like there were a couple different races on this planet and they just were like nope (laughs) and <laughs> no nope. yeet them off. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> we got fighting to do here. Yeah. Skiddle, skiddle. A space marine force of an unknown chapter eventually raided the planet in hopes of disrupting the orc forces building up there. Yeah, you know, they're getting rowdy for eight thousand years on that planet, so it's just turning into a big mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some space <laughs> marines were sent to deal with them. Um during the battle, a bolt round tore into that poor orc boy's skull. <laughs> destroying 30% of his skull and pulping a good portion of his brain. But this would not be his end.
2: Thank goodness orcs are hardy boys. Yeah,
3: (laughs) He was found by the notorious pain boy known as Mad Doc Grotznik, more on him later, who rebuilt his skull with adamantium, creating an interesting and unknown side effect. The orc boy who was wounded was a very different orc when consciousness was regained. Everything about him seemed different. He was stronger, tougher, more intimidating, but even more alarming. He claimed to be blessed by Gork and Mork and was in communication with them. So getting that thing in his brain has
2: kind of turned him into an antenna.
3: Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm hearing voices, guys. It must be my gods. (laughs) It's nice.
5: Can't be any other gods. It must be my god. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um yeah, like it it's described that it like it actually unlocked his psychic potential somehow yeah. and his latent psychic ability and yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of you don't really hear about Gazcool's psychic
2: Yeah like communions. But he's actually much more involved than, like, you'd think a standard goth would be. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's not like he's, like, a weird boy shooting lightning out of his fingers or nothing like that. But, like... But he actually cares about it, and he, like, fully believes in it
2: and subscribes (laughs) to it, whereas most orc boys are, like... Weird boys. Fuck that noise. Fuck those
3: weird
4: boys.
5: Yeah. Put them
3: out there on the sticks out there. Exactly. Yeah. Put them on their houses
2: so they don't edbang
5: and explode <laughs> us. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I don't want to die. <laughs> well, not
3: I want to die, but it's just not that way. Not, that way. Not, not like no.
4: Not like this. <laughs> not like this.
3: <laughs> uh well, at first other orcs also laughed at Thraka, uh thinking him insane. Uh some orcs even went so far to try to kill Thraka. But the laughter all ended when Ed started getting crumped. <laughs> Six years later, Thrak had risen to the rank of war boss of his tribe, stomping all those that got in the way of his divine quest given to him by Gork and Mork. Mm. Which are the orc go- gods, if no one knows? <laughs> if we didn't. Yeah, like, that. there's a lot of words in here like irk, orc, gork, mork. You know, it's just. There's some words. However, yeah. Thraka would not be content with just ruling one tribe and began conquering other tribes on Urk. Thraka's name spread across the planet and the rumors of his spiritual encounter were taken more seriously. More and more tribes joined him. Um, a year after becoming war boss of his tribe, Thraka would learn that the Ork's son was beginning to die. The Irk's son. The planet. sun, <laughs> S-U-N. Irk's son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark and, yes. and I were... <laughs>
2: planning this episode and he's like hey did you ever hear about the time when thraka's son was about to die <laughs> and i was like thraka had a
5: son <laughs> yeah
4: jimbo <laughs> yeah
3: jimbo
5: <laughs> this is thraka jr <laughs> <laughs> i was like
3: he died <laughs> so thraka learned that the urk's son was uh beginning to die massive solar flares discharged across the surface of Irk, killing many of the orcs from the radiation but this was just the beginning of the sun's death throes and everyone knew it. The orcs on the planet were not capable of vast uh vast space flight and there was no escape. So they their technology really wasn't there. Yeah, like it's it's very interesting. The more we read, we got a couple of lines and we'll really talk about it, but mm-hmm. there's a good chance that there might have even been like feral orcs potentially That's at this cool. point. Um but, um, so the sun's going to blow up. There's no escape. But Gork and Mork would not let their newest avatar die this way. Mm. And by divine miracle or sheer coincidence, a space hulk exited the warp and entered into the orbit with Urk. Yeah. So, random luck? Divine wow. miracle? Yeah, yeah. Were the gods looking out for him? Hard to say. Hard to say. Baby. We'll keep adding this information up and get back mm-hmm. to you. hmm
2: mm-hmm. This is interesting.
3: Plot thickens. The plot thickens indeed. What a twist! (laughs) So Thacker was able to rally and unite all the orcs of Urk, proclaiming that his new ship, you know, the one that just appeared into orbit. But it's mine! Yeah, that one, yeah. (laughs) Who could have questioned me? (laughs) His new ship was sent by the gods and would save them. So setting foot upon his new ship, they were able to fly up there somehow. Um, Setting uh, foot upon his new ship, Thraka would remain, rename it the World Killer, and when all the orcs were on this, off the surface and onto the space Hulk, it set sail into the stars. And it was a happy ever after. Oh. Yeah,
2: sailed into the sunset. Yeah, and some beautiful Watched music. Watch the sun
3: literally die behind them as they sailed away yeah. from it. And they're like, "Wow, that was close." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really so, glad I wasn't there. <laughs> So Thakka and his crew would travel the warp somewhat aimlessly for the next few years, and with faulty power systems, there was always companionship of the demon incursions to keep the orcs satisfied and battle-hardened, and it really brought them together as a log. Yeah,
2: nothing binds people together more than an enemy they can hate more than each other.
3: Exactly.
6: You know? (laughs) This is stuff of romance. We <laughs> like, <stuff> <laughs> can, like, remake a Titanic movie about this. <laughs>
3: but Thraco is destined for more than just drifting aimlessly on the Space Hulk. But Yeah, if you can even call Space Hulks
2: aimlessly drifting.
3: Oh, yes. It was awfully yeah. convenient. Um, Yeah, so I, I let's, think... Let's go uh, back to Urk, yeah. Yeah, Urk, it's such a cool place. Like, it... When you're reading about it, it really sounds like a bunch of feral orcs because they they definitely aren't capable of vast interspell inter even interplanetary flight. Yeah, flights. it
2: sounds like they literally had no way off the yeah, planet.
3: Yeah, and uh, they say like they call them tribes a whole bunch. There's a bunch of little tribes. Uh, they never talk about technology level until the um, the um, world. kill. Ca- oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my only thing. Yeah.
2: Is Gratznik. Putting the plate in yeah, yeah. Thraka's head.
3: Yeah. So so for, we know it orcs, They kind of unlock more parts of their brain. The harder the enemy is so. If they're all just fighting each other, they're good. They're content to stay in like that furrow level of technology. But yeah, that that orc in, or that space marine invasion happened. So what if it like unlocked part of their brain and now they do know how to make tanks and now now they have learned how to actually make an airplane mm-hmm. and like it has jumped them up to that next technological level.
2: Yeah. But the the It definitely, I I see the rationality of it being feral. Yeah. Right? Like, there's 8,000 years of them just fighting. You know, they don't need massive guns or whatever or or mass big, huge gargants or mech boys or whatever because they're just fighting each other. Yeah. And they love nothing more than just pummeling each other (laughs) with their own fists.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Right? So, I, I definitely see that. And I could see how this would be a feral and they're actually stuck until some... Divine intervention. Yeah. What are the chances of the space Hulk arriving <laughs> at the perfect time when the sun's about to die right after some guy claims that he's starting to hear from <laughs>
3: That's also very nice. Coincidence? I think I not. Think not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm saying the feral arcs. I don't give a f- <laughs> Don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> yeah.
2: The. This is kind of a cool thing because I never really looked at his origins before, hmm. but it really just seems random. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there was nothing special about him until he got a bolt shell to the a brain. thing, yeah. Yeah, and then G- Grotznik is just like, I can fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a sheet of adamantium. <laughs> conveniently lying around yeah. let me bolt it to his
3: head that way the insides don't go on the right, outside exactly. you don't ever want that
5: yeah
6: it's internal bleeding it's on the inside so it's okay yeah, yeah
2: blood yeah. stays inside
5: <laughs> i just imagine Grotznik like taking like the brains that are on the outside and just like pushing them back in and just going like molding it and be like that kind of looks like a brain and
3: then <laughs> slapping yeah. a sheet of metal over yeah, top yeah. Of it there's like another <laughs> chunk that's been blasted away yeah from exactly kind of like
2: uh, accidentally put someone else's like flesh in there and he's like this is all part of it
5: right yeah.
3: he's, just, this. he's just like poking stuff in
2: it's a crayon in
5: there like yeah. some human artifact <laughs> like, great.
2: an actual radio that's how he's hearing the ah, voices exactly <laughs> it's <just> grotsnik <laughs>
3: whispering to him that's nice um. So, yeah, he sailed off into the warp happily ever after. Let's talk about some conflicts he gets in along the way.
2: Yeah, so the the crazy thing is the first major conflict Gaskull has is yeah. almost right after this.
3: Yeah, like, it. it's literally he becomes war boss and within six years he leaves the planet and makes it to this battle zone.
2: Which is, very famously known, the Second War for Armageddon. Yeah. And... Um, I was definitely under the impression before doing this that, oh, like, Gazcools aim has been Armageddon for, you know, for how long? Sure. But this was just random. I
3: think it was.
2: Yeah. Like, the the third war, which we'll get into, was very intentional. Yeah. But this one, he just appeared here.
3: He appeared and then, you know, he looked to his boy like, what planet is this? (laughs) Yeah. Armageddon? Excellent. You know, like, that's all he needed. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's this, no more. Necessary. This planet is the one I wanted.
5: Yeah. Gork and Mork provide. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And when you kind of look at it through that lens of like, are Gork and Mork guiding him? Right. So I don't know. The more and more we prepared this episode, the more I preferred to look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. As if where Gazcools actions aren't random, they're just random to everyone else because we're not orcs. You know. Yeah. And we're not prophets of the Wog. <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no. We <laughs> there is only one.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the second war for Armageddon. So he's on this space Hulk. He's dealing with these demon incursions that are happening, keeping his boys sharp. Yeah. Um. But then he just <laughs> there's Armageddon. Let's fight it. <laughs> there it is. So very soon after the orcs would land on Armageddon because they just land. They got there and they decided it was time for a good fight. Uh, a warp storm actually formed around the system, which effectively cut off all imperial uh, reinforcements, Ooh. Ooh. Mm. and that is also pretty coincidental.
3: Pretty that divine. Gazkul's
2: first major like um, invasion was like it was made sure that it was small. Or that, you know, he couldn't be overrun right away. I, like, yeah. the more I look at it, the more I see divine intervention yeah,
3: yeah. in mm. this.
2: Okay. So, a warp storm happens. Thraka oh. had also spent much of the time drilling the necessity of strategy and tactics into his subordinates while they were on the world killer. Yeah. Um, and enough stuck for them to easily overtake the unprepared PDF forces. Nice. So, there was this Armageddon overlord. His name was Hermann von Straub. <laughs> Um, and he got, like, warnings for actually a decent amount of time before the orcs arrived. Um, yeah. The Emperor's Tarot, uh, the uh, the choir, um, like, all the psychers start to, like, lose their mind. <laughs> and he just ignored it all. Mm. All these red flags. And he's like, nah, no problem. Nothing's happening here. Don't worry about it. Go back to sleep. <laughs> you know? Um, so part of the entire... Like defeat of Armageddon lays at his feet too, just hmm. because he refused to like signal for help or take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of the only like cries for help before this warp storm came and cut off was dun Famous commissar Yarick. Ah, yeah. And so because of, he actually sent that um, like distress signal right before the warp storms hit, it's one of the only reasons Armageddon survived the second. Oh warp.
3: wow! Spoilers. <laughs>
2: Holy shit. So well. I mean, you know what? That's fair. It is a spoiler, (laughs) but you're going to learn what happens.
5: It's a spoiler from a book like 12 years ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) From lore 30 years ago. (laughs) So the orcs were actually able to separate the northern and southern parts of the planet, and they cut them off from supplying each other, which was very sad. Now, is that
3: metaphorical, or did they actually Cut the they planet took a really big into a north, yeah, into a northern <laughs> and a southern part.
2: They just went right through the planet, <laughs> right through the core. Yeah, uh, no, they cut them off. That's uh, He divided his tribes because he still had the five tribes. Yeah. at this point, because they were almost all from Urk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he said, look, you're going to fight with your own tribe and you're going to follow the battle plans that I laid out. But it was very coordinated hmm. for orcs, which is not normally what you see. And that's what kind of what makes Gazkul different. Yeah. Um, so he cuts them off, the northern and southern parts. This combined with piecemeal attacks from the north and Von Straub allowed the overwhelming orc force to destroy the smaller human forces and forced Von Straub to relocate his command center. So this guy who not only was taking the warning seriously, then the orcs arrive, and he just doesn't take the threat seriously. He's like, no, we can...
3: It's just orcs. It's just a rabble of orcs. Yeah, yeah. yeah."
2: But in the end, he just, like, sends small pieces here and small pieces there, which the orcs were easily able to mop up more human deaths, (laughs) less forces for them to deal with. It's just, it's a bad spiral.
3: (laughs) He's spiraling. Okay.
2: (laughs) So uh, eventually, the humans were pushed back. Uh, the main forces were sent to Hades Hive, which was commanded by Yarick. Uh, others to Hive Tartarus, which was Von Strab, Some to Port Hell's Reach. Uh, I think Hive Acheron at this point was still like considered a stronghold. Hmm. But there was really only a couple places that the orcs hadn't overtaken on the planet very fast. Okay. Yeah. So the fighting eventually became so desperate around Hive Tartarus that the titans of Legio Metallica were forced to sortie against orc gargants and six million orc infantry. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Eventually, in order to destroy the heart of that specific orc offensive, um, the Princeps Mannheim self-destructed his badly wounded titan. And after already destroying a couple gargants, you know, he just and took out... And a couple out, million orc Yeah, probably. too. Yeah. He just takes out two more gargants. <laughs> so. It was a pretty big sacrifice, but yeah. th- this guy, you know... Killing his titan really um, actually saved Tartarus, yeah, because it, it really dampened that specific orc offensive. Hmm. Geometallica, wow. yeah, hardcore. <clears throat> uh, so by now, orc forces were engaging all the crucial hives on Armageddon, uh, effectively dividing the human forces and grinding them down in their glorious wag, yeah. So the hardest hive to crack would be Hades, which was defended by Yarrick. And no matter what strategy Thraka employed, it was swiftly and effectively countered by Yarrick's relentless brilliance. Um, Thraka had little choice but to bombard the Hive with unceasing fire from his gargants <laughs> while his orc boys waited for their chance to storm the city. That's cool. That's
3: such a cool image. You can just see like the void shields of the Hive city just flickering. And, yeah, and like, just
2: these gargants in a huge circle yeah. around the city
3: just constantly firing.
2: And orc boys
3: Millions of them, filling like, the spaces yeah.
2: between, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, it's
2: just tra- death. It's death. <laughs> yeah,
5: waiting for it. It's you. an amazing scene to like look yeah. out into your head. Like it reminds me of like Lord of the Rings. And, like <laughs> absolutely, <like>, Helm's <laughs> yeah. Deep, and all the yes. orcs coming up, and yes. you're like, oh, oh. yes, Greasebumps. <laughs> oh, glorious battle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was something in here, and now I haven't actually read the book, so, and I I don't mean to shit on it,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but there was one part when I'm when I was doing research on this that kind of. I did not appreciate very much, okay. and it was talking about because God's cool was trying his hardest to infiltrate this hive, and it just wouldn't work. So yeah. he had this one plan of sending in a bunch of orc commandos through. Oh, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to tell this story. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, he's sending a bunch of orc commandos through some ventilation shafts, and orc commandos are first of all they're fucking orcs.
3: Yeah, they're they're eight foot tall, muscle bound men with right. Cra- yeah,
2: and crazy. then we have commandos, which are like smarter than regular orcs like better prepared better equipped more able to handle things on their own like these are your like elite orc warriors really um so he sends them in and he's like look you need to infiltrate this city and you know cause as much discord from the inside as mayhem so they you know turn their attention inward and and then we can try and force a breach through the outward. which is like a really smart yeah like that's a solid plan and um Yarick is like, no, you know what's gonna stop this? I'm gonna get some maintenance crews. <laughs> uh-huh. Give them bolt pistols and knives. Perfect. And they are gonna stop the orc commandos. Yeah. And it's it says, not a single orc commando survives. Oh. No. But I'm like if all you need is maintenance crews with bolt pistols <laughs> to so where fight, where all those it, yeah. bolt
3: pistols yeah. come from? What's yeah, exactly? Yeah. Guardsmen don't have bolt pistols; they have LAS guns. <laughs> or
2: Yarik's like, I've been holding out from everyone. <laughs>
6: Here's my secret stash. The, the
3: trained army are like, can we have some of those good weapons? And he's like, too, no, please? maintenance crews only. <laughs>
6: Hey, Maybe he was on to something. Maybe he's not worried about these guys because the bolt pistols are just that good.
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess. I like, guys, don't worry, the don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. The,
2: <laughs> like, I haven't read how that actual scene goes down, and I'm sure they give more credit to the
5: orcs. Oh, yeah, than I'm what sure I,
3: maintenance workers are dying by the dozens.
2: Yes. but You know,
5: if not by the hundreds. Yes. He, he doesn't specify how many maintenance workers. Right, yes. <laughs> could have yeah. been...
4: All
3: of the <laughs> maintenance, groups. all the hive, Probably, you know, one billion five. maintenance workers. <laughs> Wait, didn't one ball? Man, <laughs> oh, just one. When
2: right before one dies, he throws it to the other one, and yeah. right before that one it's dies, like extreme rugby.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. One rugby style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: exactly it. It's
3: nice. Uh, yeah, that's a fun story for sure.
2: Yeah, it's one of the the few in here that I was really like, come on. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it's uh there's more things that Gazcool tried to do, but sure. that was just one thing he tried and yeah. apparently he just couldn't crack it. And he was even receiving um instructions from Gork and Mork with advice on how to
3: Oh, that's cool. How Try to crack this, this. Next. exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I mean it might have just been you could say, Oh, it was Gascool's inspiration, but you know, orcs aren't very aren't like I don't know. This, a lot of them lack some of that inventiveness and like yeah. that spontaneity, creativeness. Yeah. Um. But yeah, For God's tactics, cool yeah. Yeah. seems to have it right. So, yeah. anyways, um, here we go. Let's go back to the actual story. Uh huh. Point six. Okay. Yes. So he couldn't crack Hades' Hive, and he just had to bombard it. It was a siege. (laughs) Yeah. So Port Hell's Reach, it was another hive on Armageddon, and it was emboldened by the stalwart defense of Hades' Hive and dug in very heavily. Um, They sent um, suicide bombers, actually, to infiltrate deep into Orc territory when they realized that um, they couldn't evacuate all their citizens. Yeah. You know, they knew they could get a certain amount of people out. And then they were just like, you know, there's no room for anyone else. So let's just make this our last stand. You know, let's <laughs> yeah. die as, you know, men are supposed to do. And, like, people of the Imperium, like, as you're b- duty-bound
3: to. Yeah, on your feet. Flying into an enemy.
2: That's right. Yeah. Running with bombs strapped to your yeah, chest yeah. at the enemy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they uh, they sent suicide bombers to infiltrate deep into Orc territory. Um, and then they used their large loading cranes to fight the Gargans. <laughs> so, that's
3: a weird... That's a weird image. Yeah, just, I, I these cranes just though. smashing into these
2: Gargans. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: uh, it really reminded me of that one guy. So, they, they welded themselves in. So, like, the Orcs couldn't... Like, you couldn't shoot them or whatever. They're just like, (laughs) here's plates of, like, shit. Let's just weld them in. You're pretty much going to stay there until you die. So (laughs) let's make it as hard as possible to crack. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, but it really reminds (laughs) me of that guy. So... It must have been like 10 years ago, maybe oh, even 15 I know who years. What
3: talking about? He yeah. got, was it like a tractor? It was a kill dozer.
2: A
5: kill
3: dozer? Yeah, it was like
2: a <laughs> big bulldozer oh, wow. that he yeah. like made in he like He put like this... cement
3: all around. <laughs> the yeah, line. he
5: encased himself in cement and like uh, yeah. steel plating. So that's what
3: this exactly <laughs> what reminded me of. Yeah. Kill crane. Right. Yeah, yeah. I
5: I just think of them like like they modified like all the, like the big stones for like lifting yeah, the, wrecking like, balls? the wrecking balls and like put like spikes on them oh, or like yes. packed it with explosives. Exactly. That's yeah. I'm like get another one and just
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> man those maintenance workers they're on it. They're thinking. They're killing commandos. They're building new machines. Do we even need PDF or guard at this point when regular
6: humans
5: (laughs) can do it? Mm -hmm. They train you to get dumber in the guard, so so you don't think like
6: this. I think (laughs) these guys could probably take on a Primaris. Just saying, right? (laughs) Exactly.
2: It's one to one. That's my ratio. Random Armageddon
5: citizens (laughs) trained Primaris specifically maintenance. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. One trained
2: Armageddon maintenance worker. <laughs> That's right. Versus a, a melee intercessor. That's
5: it. Uh, yeah. My yeah. Next Assault army. intercessors has got no chance. <laughs>
2: yeah. My next army's
6: just going to be maintenance workers, but there's just, yeah, <laughs> a bunch a of people in like one frumpy bolt uniforms. <laughs> they're like, all I just weird. Yeah, like
2: crowbars and like screwdrivers. I want and one of, one, of to have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of them has a mop. One of them has a mop. Come here. <laughs> I'll smack you. Uh, so um and it was actually quite surprising how well port hell's reach did with all this stuff you know just, i'm
3: surprised by it
2: yeah like A lot of times when you back things into corners, that's when you see how truly like vicious, you know, they can be. So you back these humans into a corner and they'll suicide bomb the (laughs) hell out of you and kill crane you. (laughs) Um, But eventually Port Hell's Reach was overwhelmed by a huge psychic attack, which destroyed many of the humans still defending Port Hell's Reach. Uh, I wish there was more information about this psychic attack mm. about where it originated from and whose plan it was and Yeah. I love seeing like the ritual behind it, you know. Yeah. How many weird boys did it take in in concerted concerted effort yeah. to like build up this wog energy? How was it released, you know? Was it just a massive ed bang <laughs>
3: aimed right at the humans yeah, or yeah. something? So Yeah, and once again, that's just, like, another thing where it's, like, that divine little bit of, like, okay, so Gork and Mork are, like, now channeling their energy into this weird boy so they can unleash one final volume or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, how involved are they in this? Yeah, they could potentially be very involved. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I keep going back to, like, Gork and Mork are actual real entities, just like Korn. Just mm-hmm. like slanish, like that, you can actually talk to them.
2: Yeah, and and that's pretty recently. Yeah, that they are confirmed that, but it really changes a lot of how you view orc religious interactions. Yeah. So
5: it definitely and did for me.
3: Yeah, and it's uh, changed completely how I view Gazco mm-hmm. as well.
5: When when I heard you guys say that on the podcast, I was like, "There's no way they they read that and it's wrong." <laughs> <laughs> and I like I looked, I was like, oh, it "Checks out, cool. che- Check out, out. Yeah, yeah. Cool. we got cool. the check of approval." And I was like, "Fact checked, <laughs> <laughs> right? stamp of approval." <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it it really surprised me. I'm like, "That's amazing!" Like, yeah, I, and the fact that they're so ancient, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like... How oh, old would they be? Yes, they'd be 60 yeah, 60 million years? They'd be older than the Chaos Gods. Oh, way older. Yeah, way older. And yeah. so it's like, okay. <laughs> Papa Gork and Mama Orc <laughs> <laughs> are going to be, you know having a good time and like all their little, like I just think of them like looking down on the chaos gods and be like, Oh, they're so cute. No, they're so <laughs> cute with their like, little wars. their little wars. I could take you all on.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, so psychic attack. What happened next? I'm, I'm so
2: engaged. So, Okay. Uh, So Hell's Reach has fallen, unfortunately. Uh, But as the Hades siege continued, the orcs advanced on the last bastion of hope, Hive Acheron. Um, The people in Acheron had prepared as best they could and were watching the orcs advance through the outer hive. Because, you know, it's just, it's a green tide. And if you're not ready, prepared, or you don't have the right stuff, unfortunately, it's just a matter of orc numbers outweighing whatever you throw at them. Yeah. So they they breached into the outer hive, and apparently it was quite easy for them to do it. So all the <laughs> citizens retreated into you know the inner hive area, and they're yeah. waiting, and it's kind of just like waiting to die. At that point, um, they're watching the orcs advance, and all of a sudden the orcs were thrown into disarray. <laughs> uh, orbital bombardments began to thunder through the orc ranks, oh my God. and Astartes drop pods smashed into the city and just rained like rocks just coming from the sky yeah yeah uh blood angels chapter had arrived to drive back thraka's army and they were easily driven out of the hive um this was the orcs first defeat really in this entire war uh now with the siege of hades still underway the orcs began to fight a much more difficult battle so the orc forces were slowly but surely pushed back by the Space Marines.
3: I just get that image, man, a fucking drop pod smashing through like hive spires and then they're crumpling and like the sheer chaos oh, of that. How like, much of the city did they just destroy exactly, to get? Exactly. They just orbital bombard the city like yeah, okay, so good. Yeah. It, yeah, it's nice. It's a nice picture.
2: Yeah. Especially because space marines don't really give a shit.
3: (laughs) So they're just like, yeah, Yeah, the space, oh my God. One of
4: the,
2: (laughs) one of the space, like, uh, people on the ship or whatever is like, it's going to be danger closer. And the guy's like, and (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's fine. (laughs) It's not my city. (laughs) Send it down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so and soon the Blood Angels were actually joined by Ultramarines and Salamanders. Cool. Uh, however, Thraka had taken control of such major supply routes along the, uh, like along the whole planet, that the people couldn't be fed. You know, they had cut off the north from the south, and previously the south had been supplying the north, and so they cut that off, and the north yep. they just people were dying regardless of you know ground being taken back. Yeah, buy these space marines, save me. I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so one of the great things is that it's like the people had to survive on rats and roaches. <laughs> and I'm reading this and I'm like, yeah, but don't they normally eat corpse starch? Wouldn't you rather in eat in the
3: morning for breakfast? Yes. Wouldn't you rather
2: eat rats than human?
3: <laughs> you know, like,
5: just the guy comes up. Mm ode to rats (laughs) that's excellent don't (laughs) mind if i do
3: it's pretty cool too like this part in the war um you you learn a lot about salamanders specifically and their engagements in it and um, they really get a lot of their flavor about like helping humans from this battle and stuff and for being like as good as space marines as space marines can be Um,
2: sure people that actually care about yeah humans not just like war and yeah. your honors and everything
3: yeah so there, there are people starving there there's uh engagements where the salamanders will specifically go rescue people just to feed them and then they leave and then they die but you know they, it's the they thought tried. that counts yeah so can't
2: save everyone no hearts and minds hearts and minds <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay so at this point because these supply routes are contested yeah um the planet just couldn't survive a more prolonged like war they sure the space marines are here and they're gaining ground but it's just not fast enough to save the people so in a desperate gamble to retake tartarus hive which was under control of thraka and his army um commander dante of the blood angels organized a shock assault with the intent of capturing or killing thraka but more of Gazkul's luck showed up luck Divine intervention. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Providence. The, yeah, he just happened to be touring the front lines at this time and was absent when the attack came. Uh, but, it, you know, Space Marines being Space Marines, they're going to Space Marine. And they space-marined all over this orcs. <laughs> you know? Space-marined. good space-marine. Go space yeah. And apparently they did do, like, some pretty big damage. I mean, when Dante's yeah. in the middle of orcs, he's... I, I just imagine them, like, walking around,
5: like, killing orcs, like, Space-marine! Space-marine! <laughs>
4: space-marine! Space-marine! <laughs> like,
5: like just I'm just going to space-marine you. I saw space what you marine. did, space-marine! <laughs> that was good space-marine! <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, <Brother>! Yeah. <laughs> That's all I think about when you yeah. said, like, space-marine's going to space-marine. <laughs>
3: I'm still uh, thinking about Thraka taking a tour of the front lines. Like, most I of love many. that. Yeah, this <laughs> tour it's is a, like... a very unorky
2: thing to yeah.
5: do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, I just imagined like World War II, like German general yeah. at the front line, like very good Hans, except it's Thraka going, good job, Macari,
2: <laughs> <Like, laughs> with a <carry> the flag. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly like I like to imagine all the weird things Thraka does are just impulses that are given to him by gork and Mork, <laughs> sure. you know like get on this world killer
3: yeah 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 you
2: know like land on armageddon assault it yeah um t- like drill your strategy and your tactics go
3: check your front lines <laughs> there are just yeah.
2: these things that he does maybe he can't explain but
3: yeah he might not even fully be aware even exactly he just it, thinks he it's, it's just him yeah
2: right or maybe he's actually talent getting told from the gods and yeah yeah Anyway, think it's
3: the gods. Who knows? Mm-hmm. He's a crazy orc.
2: So they, these blood angels, they try to kill or capture Thraka. It fails, but they still do got lots of damage. So eventually, the imperial forces were able to back the main orc force into the hive city Tartarus, where the orcs ran out of food and ammunition. So they kind of they Switch. pushed, yeah, they pushed them back into the hive, and then they cut off their <laughs> supply lines.
3: And then they got sieged, so then it was a siege of a siege of a siege. Yeah. Yo, dog. We heard you liked Armageddon (laughs) sieges.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. So these orcs are now, like, the main orc army is now sequestered on, you know, Hive Tartarus. Yeah. And the Hive gets stormed, and all the orcs are actually driven out or killed. Wow. So they put them all together, and space marines and guard are just like, all right, you know, here it is. Let's... Let's end it. Yep. Um, And it would take some time, but eventually all the orcs on the planet were rounded up and killed with the help of an entire contingent of squats. Oh, yeah.
3: Very nice. Really?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently there was a squat world, Golgotha, which was decently close. Yeah. And there was an Inquisitor there who had been uh, dealing with some other things. And he heard the distress signal sent out by Yarick way at the beginning. Yeah. And so he rounded up these squats and he was like, let's go help them out. And <laughs> eventually, the squats arrived
3: and... Did you, some stuff. Yeah. They they have, like, these massive land trains that they drive around Armageddon just blasting any yeah. orcs they see. Yeah. Apparently, they literally were just driving around the
2: planet on these trains being like, those are some orcs. Choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> wow. I want all the squats on
5: Armageddon now.
3: Yeah, so th- uh, if you're on our Patreon, we do a video feed, and you can watch for two dollars. Uh, so we have pictures up here. What? Yeah, so they just drive around in these land trains, just fucking blasting orcs and like. That is fantastic. Yeah,
5: that's awesome.
3: Squat's gonna squat. Squat's
5: gonna squat. Do squat things. You mm-hmm. come the train. Yeah, they got choo-choo. they got choo choo trains and axes <laughs> in my mind. Yeah, oh, time man. to
6: lay down some heat. <laughs>
4: Yes, that is so, how they all talk. Yeah. <laughs> they don't speak, boys. Rock and stone. <laughs> Rock and stone. <laughs> uh,
2: so eventually they, they kind of just clean up the orcs. Yep. They get rid of all of them. There's even rumors that Gazgul Thraka had died with another bolt round to the brain. Ah. But only a fool listens to rumors when no
3: body is ever found. Yeah. Yeah, I can just imagine, like, the guards sitting in the trenches, like, telling each Did other... Did you these, hear? Gaskill's finally dead. Yeah. to around. And then the next guy to him is like, no, no. That's how he... That was his... Like, that's how he was born or something. Yeah. That happened to him already. Like, I
2: mean, people are just building his yeah. legend yeah, kind yeah, exactly. of as it grows. As, like, sort of this whole battle. But, yeah. so this... And it's not even described really how Gazkul escapes or how many of his orcs actually make it off the planet. Yeah, But he... Does somehow get back to World Killer. Yeah. And leave the planet. Um But this is his first engagement ever.
3: Pretty much, yeah. First battle not fighting demons or orcs. Yes, like, exactly. This large is... engagement with planning and moving pieces and So I'm gonna say
2: he did pretty good. Not bad. For an orc with not a lot of if those invasion experience. Squats didn't show up. He would have had it. Oh uh, Squats definitely they tipped the scale. They tipped it. <laughs> if there's anything squats are good at. It's putting the finishing touches on a battle. Mm, got yes. love them squats. <laughs> but yeah, that's that was his first uh, engagement, and then you know he's kind of he's on the world, killer, and uh, floating through space. Yeah. And the next thing I guess we're going to talk about. Brody's going to read for us. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do the Battle of Golgotha. The battle. So, yeah, Battle of Golgotha.
5: After his defeat during the Second War for Armageddon, Throcka became obsessed with capturing it. But before he would attack, he decided he needed a better way of equipping his armies. So he took his army to Golgotha system, and with the intention of capturing Piscina... What the heck, Roman numerals, that? Four. Four, thank you. I don't know Roman numerals. That's fine. You're not Roman, I don't blame you. Thank you. (laughs) It's not three. You know, three is the normal one that you... (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) And enslaving their population to make
2: weapons. So, again, (laughs) this is one of the huge differences between Throck and other people. He analyzed his defeat, and he's like, look, one of the only reasons I lost is because they kind of, like, put all of us on Hive Tartarus. They, you know, maneuvered us there, cut off my supplies, and then I ran out of food and ammo. But he's like, maybe if I didn't run out of those, I would have been fine. So, and he's like, okay, next time I do this. I'm gonna need, you know, supplies and and ways to get that. So this is what he's gonna do.
5: Yeah, and like that's it's interesting that he's uh, goes for weapons first. Mm-hmm. He's like like weapons first, food later. I can eat <laughs> other orcs. It's that's right, yeah. <laughs> like I can always just you know, just <laughs> eat you know a they grow pretty much yeah. on trees these orcs, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> you just eat
3: them anytime you want. Yeah.
5: <laughs> So, with his overwhelming firepower and powerful gargants, he took the planet within weeks. But unknown to him, Yarick, with the help of High Marshal Helbrecht of the Black Templars, had followed him there. Yarick attempted to kill Thraka once and for all and rid the orcs of their fearless leader, but instead was captured by orc forces and brought to Thraka. He was tortured for weeks at Thraka's hand, but ultimately decided he would rather face him on the battlefield instead.
3: This is another interesting thing about Thraka. He seems to work with a lot, maybe not work with, but he appreciates humans to some degree at least.
2: He's allied with more humans than any other yeah, orc.
3: There's 3 or 4 examples even as we go through that he of him working with humans or enslaving humans or whatever.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just there's things that he does that are just so unorky, but that are pretty beneficial yeah. to like their cause. I don't know. It just it really l- like leans into the whole he's getting information from somewhere else that sure. really helps him yeah 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 that's fair and then he also makes weird decisions like releasing throck like after Yarek. weeks Yarek, yeah. of torture yeah. he's like like what's the actual purse why wouldn't you just kill Yarick? i mean he claims it's because you know it would be good fun or yeah. whatever yeah but that's a weird thing that is yeah yeah, yeah. like i I wouldn't do that.
5: No, (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, torture, 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 kill, kill, kill. Yes. And uh, death death would come, but it would not be torture, torture, torture.
4: Uh... Yeah. (laughs) Now I give gift. (laughs) Exactly, right? So,
5: um, Thraka released Yarrick with the promise that he would be back to Armageddon to finish what he started, and seven years later, he kept his promise.
2: Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So the Battle of Golgotha kind of just... Um I like that it goes to show how Gazgul analyzes his like previous battles yeah. and he's trying to make up for the deficiencies in his previous ones by preparing himself mm-hmm. for the future, which yeah. doesn't sound like an orky thing to me. Yeah. So, I like that um I also like that you know, it shows a little more interaction between Yarik and, and Thraka. Yeah. What do you think was going through Yarik's head?
3: Being being tortured and then released, like
2: release
6: is like
3: oh, released. Like everything
6: (laughs) I know about orcs is now being questioned. Like what?
3: Excuse me, Thraka Yeah, you forgot to give me back my medal. (laughs) I won that defending Arm again and against you and my power claw.
5: Where's my power claw? Um, do you guys want me to keep going? Nope.
3: And, okay. No, no. Yeah, You've, cool. we've tried you out. We didn't like it. <laughs> That's
5: Josh. Thanks for showing up. I've been told I have a voice for TV. so <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know I am listening to this as soon as possible. <laughs>
6: Third War for Mar- Third War for Armageddon. Fifty-seven years to the day of the Second War for Armageddon, Thraka once again brought war to the planet in very unorky fashion. Thraka decided to take his defeat at the Second War and learn from it. Did we already read this? Nope. Okay. He determined that his lack of supplies lions was a huge contributing factor. Cool. Um, I really like that because, like, this is a very crazy orc. Like, is this, like, the, like, next evolutionary step of orcs that's
3: coming through, you think? Like, or- people are assuming he eventually will become, like, a prime orc or whatever, but... Yeah, um-
2: because you definitely... Old orcs definitely like you see examples of the bigger and better they get, they actually get much smarter as well. Mm-hmm. So a sign of intelligence
3: could be a sign of growth. Sure. Um, yeah, it's crazy too how how long Armageddon was laid to siege God, for. That Do well, we have an exact planet, number.
6: I'm gonna go look. Planet. Keep reading. Sure, I'm yeah, look yeah. Through a number. Okay. <laughs> history. Uh, so prior to engaging Armageddon, Thrak employed the Great Macboy. Or- Orchimedes. Orchimedes. Yeah. Orchimedes to craft te- <laughs> tele <laughs> to craft teleportas for him <laughs> then he gathered one of the largest wags ever he was ready to put
2: Armageddon to the flame yeah so I don't think he yeah. actually got piscina for um to like enslave the planet you know Yak and Halbreck showed up and stopped him um so then he decided he he needed like a new way to get supplies and so he decided to go the teleporta route with Orchimedes who's a pretty famous mech boy yeah okay. I always giggle when I hear Orchimedes
5: I yeah, yeah it's pretty great yeah. <laughs> I was like
6: <laughs>
5: <Orchimedes?
6: clears> Thraki brought his army to the system and it was so large that the pure forces scrambled to shore up their defenses Overall, the defenses is composed of Imperial Guard, Colleg- Collegia, Titanica, Sisters of Battle, and more than 20 Space Marines chapters. Wow. That's a
3: huge
6: number.
5: Oh, man. Yeah. That's,
2: it's that's massive. Offensive. So you can tell that the humans learned also the first time. <laughs> yeah. Just,
5: we need more people.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ooh.
4: Yeah.
6: Dang, that's, that's hefty. Uh, yep. Six weeks after arriving in the system, orcs... Orc rocks began to smash into the planet. In addition, Thraka directed an asteroid to collide with Hades Hive, killing millions. But we think it should be billions of innocents. That makes sense to me. Uh, <laughs> after the initial asteroid assault, orcs began to pour out the rocks. Uh, pour out of the rocks. Not only that, but the endless stream of heavy equipment also appeared out of the rocks. Thraka now had his teleporter system, uh, teleporta supply
2: lines. Yeah, That's so a, honestly, oof. he's like hades hive couldn't take it last time not gonna have to this time. <laughs> exactly <laughs> don't, don't need to yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wild it honestly just redirecting an asteroid and <laughs> yeah. sending it into that entire hive they say millions died but it, yeah, yeah it should be billions yeah. of people like living in these hives at one time so. yeah you would think it would be it's millions a lot of people that he just was like fuck
3: you fuck. <laughs> so so am I getting this right so he had a bunch of rocks he launched a bunch of rocks asteroids all over the planet mm-hmm. when those rocks landed and impacted they kind of opened up and then teleporter systems were built into them already
2: so I'm it doesn't clarify whether boys were in the rocks mm-hmm. waiting or whether that were there were teleporting systems in the rocks mm-hmm. but at, they definitely did have teleporter systems to bring all their heavy tech. But it's also possible that it was boys being transported through these teleporter as well. Yeah. 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 But they say, um, so the, the rock started happening and a lot of the people just assumed it was, that was just an attack. Mm. Um, but they didn't figure that Ooh. this was just Ooh. the first stage of his invasion is that he was sending down his troops already yeah. in these rocks. Mm. Yeah. And, and they apparently used like big force fields to like slow their descent yeah, yeah, at yeah. some point And, yeah, it's it's very like
3: they put a lot of science into rocks for sure to make it work.
5: <laughs> so like, but uh, was that maybe part of the divine intervention that uh, that he was getting because they put uh, these force fields up to slow
2: their descent, so mm-hmm. it made
5: the orcs safer.
2: Yeah, so that was why I that thought was... rock, the orcs might be in the rocks because they do talk about how they yeah. used the force fields to soften the impact of when these rocks landed. Yeah, um, yeah. which obviously still did crazy damage, you know. But yeah. it's, I I do like to think that they were just these massive hollowed out rocks. They
3: do have those for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And then um, with teleporters inside. And then they that's how they brought a bunch of like yeah. their machinery in now. Yeah. And it was like, that's his instant fix from last time. He's like, great. Now I can teleport anything pretty much anywhere I need it to be. Yeah,
3: supply lines, no longer a problem. Exactly. Not really, yeah, food, yeah, no longer really yeah. available. Mm-hmm. Um did you ever of course you've played the Space Marine game, but uh mm-hmm. in Space Marine at one point you travel through some rocks mm-hmm. and it's so cool, like there's just wires everywhere and it, it just looks so neat. Yeah. Very,
6: very, very cool. great. game. Ten out of ten.
3: Oh, there's a picture of it right there even. Boom. Oh there you go. <laughs> Look at that.
6: Okay. That's neat. Oh game. Space Marines. Uh if that wasn't enough, feral orcs had sprung from the spores l- Did I really read this? Nope. Yeah, you're reading the right one. Okay, if that wasn't enough, feral orcs had sprung from the spores left during the Second War, and now they also answered the call of the Wog and joined the assault. That's oh, cool. my goodness. Oh, damn. That
2: seems it's like t- a <sighs> pretty big fail oversight for the humans <laughs> on Armageddon. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, Armageddon do, is just so mismatched. You have to cleanse the planet. With flame. With flame. Yeah. Exterminate <laughs> Like, they had 50 years mm. to at least try and... Uh, cull the feral orcs (laughs) or reduce the population as much as possible, but it honestly sounds like these orcs were unchecked because Armageddon is also not a very hospitable place, you know, Um, Mm. and so there's an entire, like, equatorial like, ring around the planet, yeah, that's kind of just nobody goes there, and so that's where a lot of the orc spores uh, lived and matured, and I don't know, I just think that do you know why they that nobody goes there? Why I well, no? The, tell me. Tell it's me. It's
5: the uh, the first war of Armageddon. Uh, that's where they had all the chaos incursions. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah, have all yeah. these like chaos shrines and everything. So everybody equates the equator with all these chaos uh, shrines and they don't like going there because it still has really? residual warp energies.
2: It feels like they That's shouldn't cool. be on Armageddon. Yeah, well like, no, they should not. <laughs> <How> <laughs> it's many got times some bad things happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually been Siege more because it. this isn't even like an original planet. This is Ulanor. Yeah, this is the original. This is a planet that it used to be in a completely different part of the galaxy. Yeah. And the Mechanicum were like, let's move this. So they teleported it. Yeah. Instead of destroying
5: it, they're like, we want to research it. And so they're like pop it into a different system like this is
2: armageddon exactly now. yeah and it's a re- it's, it went through some rebranding yeah re-branding you know? why would you it that that just oh, seems like you're goodness. asking yeah. for trouble we're gonna rebrand you to doomsday
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks this is what we
2: really want this you to great. represent <laughs> this is
5: really you. great thank you so much
3: yeah like wait <laughs> If you join the guard, you will join the Armageddon Steel Legion. Oh, fucking
2: God! <laughs> yeah, that's a
3: sick, That's day. what I
2: wanted.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: guard duty. Yeah,
2: <laughs> honestly, Steel I think they should have. They should have done a better effort, at least to keep the feral orcs under
3: control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely I agree. see I that. Agree. It's so cool, though, that it's they shrines and stuff. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Very neat. Yeah. I
6: also remember uh, hearing about uh, after reading the Hells Reach book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason that they didn't lose to the planet in hell's reach book lose the
2: planet in the book is because of uh, volcanic eruptions or something like that's actually in the third war for armageddon these volcanic things um there's they go through these seasons Mm -hmm. in armageddon where it's like very hot and then very cold and and they last forever you know it's (laughs) like one season lasts seven years or something yeah and it just like creates
6: a lull in the battle so no one can
2: fight. They can only reinforce for the time. Yeah, period. yeah. Mm. But there was Absolutely. massive, like, volcanic activity and increased temperature, and it kind of just halted everything.
6: Yeah. Um, for the beginning of the war, it looked bleak for the Imperial forces. That is, until the temperature rose and became too unbearable even for the orcs to remain outdoors. At this point, the orc offensive slowed <laughs> considerably. I, I mean, that's so literally what that. we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the season of fire, I think, oh, is what it's called. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so happy about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel, I feel so good knowing these things. As battle as battles raged across the planet, it was clear that the Imperial forces were prepared for the prolonged siege. They were determined to hold out until either the orcs broke or the reinforcements would arrive.
3: Okay. Yeah, that th- oh, that's man. a
2: big difference. Um, in this battle is. Is, or this war is they were actually prepared for the siege mm-hmm. and they were like okay like you know we don't necessarily have to beat these orcs we just have to outlast them yeah. and eventually you know they'll fuck off
5: <laughs> they probably <laughs> just took all their maintenance workers Get the hell out know, of like, alright just... guys you're guard now <laughs> alright all right, maintenance workers Get to yeah, it. You, co- you
2: come from the vaunted maintenance workers <laughs> of Hades Hive, who <laughs> whispered the orc commandos in the Second War.
5: There's like three of like the descendants there. They're like, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather won't talk about it anymore.
6: It's the grandchildren have the thousand yard stare. It's a generational <laughs> oh. thing. Neither opponent suited Thraka, and so, growing bored with a stalemate, they became the Third War for Armageddon. He abandoned his forces tasking them with breaking the imperial
2: armies. He left to find his fate elsewhere. Hmm. So this kind of feels a little weird. And I think the main reason is just how the writing progressed. Hmm. um, Because the third war for Armageddon was kind of where... the. Gazkul sat currently for a lot of years. Sure, mm-hmm. up, until,
3: up until 8th edition. Yeah, exactly. Was
2: he was there for like 6 editions or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was all yeah. just Armageddon with all these Space Marines, you know, and yeah. Helbricht was there and Yarduk was there. And and then they advanced the story, obviously, with the advent of um,
3: 8th. And the Great mm-hmm. Warp Rift and Exactly, all that, that yeah. Mechanism. And so
2: much happened, so they kind of needed to remove Gazkul from there so he could be in other places. But they didn't necessarily want to finish the Armageddon war. Yeah, Armageddon's yeah.
3: still happening even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. He's left, but he's charged his forces with no. You gotta, you know, break this planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, And I think a lot of um, a lot of people, and I definitely was under this impression that Gaskell had some weird obsession with. Armageddon, And, you know, yeah. he's been there forever. How long is yeah. he just going to keep fighting? But after actually doing this episode, I'm not sure I feel that way anymore. Hmm. Like, he showed up there randomly the first time.
3: And he was only there for two years. The, 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 the second first... war was yeah. only two years long. Yeah. It was pretty
2: fast. Yeah. And then then he's just like, okay, I'm just going to go back and try and take it one time. Yeah. You know? And then he, we have this third war for Armageddon. And then eventually he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> when it sucks, uh, I'm going to leave. Yeah, he definitely isn't as, like, invested as uh, in Armageddon yeah. as I had always assumed mm, he was.
5: That's fair. Me too. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, so, so he,
3: he leaves. He, he leaves. Yeah, and he's, fuck this shit, I'm out. He... Shit, <laughs> <Did> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so he leaves, and uh, what ends up happening next to him is the Battle of the Haunted Gulf.
0: So even though Thraka left arm again so
3: Quickly, there were still those that were able to pursue him. His old friend Yarrick and helbrich were able to catch up and corner Thraka in the barren zone of space called the Haunted Gulf. Faced with both an Imperial Navy and Space Marine fleet, the Orc forces were mauled in ship-to-ship combat, despite crippling several Imperial battleships. With Killwrecker surrounded, the forces of the Imperium prepared a boarding action when a wave of weird-boy... Uh, generated green energy issued forth from Gazkill's ship and shuts down all the systems aboard oh, Imperial ships. I love this
2: moment. It yeah. was one of the coolest Thraco moments that I've ever read. Yeah. Wow. And it's new. Like, it's very, very new, obviously.
3: So... You're on the imperial ship. You just like you see that wave wash over you. All your ships coming shut down. through space. Like, yeah, just this. It, right in like the moment of your victory, too. You got this guy surrounded. Like the craziest orc warlord of all time. You got him in your greasy little fingers. <laughs> meanwhile,
2: <laughs> he <just slips> <laughs> meanwhile,
3: on the kill wrecker, on the kill wrecker bridge, Thaka received a message from the Weird Boys. Apparently, from Gork and Mork themselves. The Greenskin gods told him that this was not his time to die and that the whole galaxy must echo to the battle cry of orcs. They charged Gaskill with gathering a wog like no other, and to do this then, he must first defeat every other major orc warlord and bring their forces under his sway. Upon uniting the orc race, he was commanded to lead them in battle that would last forever. Thrako would become the, warbox, the warboss of the great wog there's a lot of stuff in there okay Okay. let's unpack that (laughs) the scene in the
2: ship is absolutely phenomenal like so all his weird boys and thraka surrounds himself with weird boys he's one of the few war bosses who actually keeps them very very close to him in Mm -hmm. fact probably the only other time you're ever going to get that many weird boys is a weird wog
4: Sure, sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, nobody loves
2: weird boys as much as Thraka because he understands that psychic connection, which is to Gorgon Mork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he has these weird boys on his bridge and apparently just as one, they all just, like, light up (laughs) in, like, green energy and it just, like, flows and bursts out of everything they have. Yeah. And this message, like, slowly comes to him, but they can't handle whatever (laughs) energy is flowing through them. So they all just start to explode. Yeah,
3: like, the first guy's like, gork and then his head is going. <laughs> then yeah. the next guy's like and boom his head is going. <laughs> but yeah it's just like to be in the middle of
2: whatever swirling oh, energy yeah. and at like the the epicenter of that like focus and oh man that would be so insane
3: um, in Age of Sigmar, they show wog energy very cool. Oh um, yeah, how that like green light? Yeah, there's always like this green kind of hue surrounding mm-hmm. them. Um, it, it's described too with Thraka that he also generates a light that orcs can see across. Um, I forget the distance of space, but they say across the solar system or something that he he himself is emitting that, and then the weird boys are emitting it as well. And yeah, it just. The more and more you read, the more you
2: kind of are forced to say, "Well, Gork and Mork, you know, like, right? Gork. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing kind of makes sense other than some kind of Gork and Mork's intervention." Um, yeah, yeah. You know what that light kind of reminds me of? What the Emperor? Ooh. He also yeah. shone a light that could be seen across star systems. Oh, I was oh, also thinking of uh, that. that. Was yeah. I guess
3: if one warp ish person can do it why not a bunch yeah i
2: I wonder if it's intentional on Thraka's part i' yeah i doubt it yeah
3: war, war boss is also just gonna war boss exactly
2: you know? yeah orcs also can just tell who is the yeah. most powerful and bigger right yeah so, but anyways like Thraka is blessed <laughs> yeah you know blessed too blessed, <laughs> <hashtag> too blessed <laughs> to be stressed you know? <laughs> yeah. live laugh crumb <laughs> I'm There's no love. No. Yeah. He's crumping. Live, laugh, crump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I love that image of, like, everyone else now can witness yeah. Gork and Mork communing with Thraka. Yeah. I think for the most part, it's all just, th- you know, they told me this. They told me this. Yeah. Listen to me because I'm big and yeah, strong. Yeah. Yeah. But now everyone gets to see, like, no, this guy is actually being told what to do and directed by these gods yeah yeah
3: so massive green energy burst shoots out of the the world killer and uh, with the Imperial ships they get all temporarily disabled and uh, Thraku is actually able to open a warp portal and disappear into it um, now this part's kind of interesting too because I don't know if that he opens one or if one opens up for him. It almost reads like one opens up for him.
2: Yeah. When was the last time you knew that orcs had the technology to create stable warp
3: rifts? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, normally they're just traveling around on space hulls. Whoop.
2: Exactly. So,
3: yeah, uh, it, it really reads like, yeah, a warp hole opens up for him. He's able to escape into it. And all Yark and Hellbridge could do was scream into the void as they watched the warboth but Warboss escape, Thraka! I'll get you
2: next time, Thraka!
3: Exactly. you yep.
6: meddling, kids.
2: <laughs> so as much as I love Helbrecht, yeah. I don't have a particular love for Yarick. I'm not like a guards person sure. or whatever. You shot your dirty mouth. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, lots of people love him. But right. I'm like a Black Templar guy, and I love Helbrecht. As much as I love him, though... He feels very impotent. Sometimes. This is the third time that he's chased yeah. Thraka, and Thraka has escaped. Yeah. Now, I like that Thraka escapes. I just... I'm not super keen that it's Helbrecht that sure. he's escaping from. Uh, on the plus <laughs> side,
3: like, Helbrecht is uh, described as, like, one of the best, like, fleet commanders in the entire Imperium. Yes. So at least he did this did get this nice moment where he technically won yes uh, i th- i like oh. that
2: things happen that are beyond halbrecht's yeah. control or outside of his calculation. exactly or it's
3: not just like he fought thraka and-, and
2: thraka won yeah yeah it's more just like he had thraka and then godly intervention yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's oh, a, it's like a a hand of god it's still sad
3: Yes. You never want to see
2: our boys fail, you know? No. I want Halbrecht to get that green skin and fucking tear on a new one. Right?
5: Like, him and Terry the Templar can be like <laughs> <convene> at night. We're going to get
3: him! We're going to get him! Go get him, boss!
2: Yeah. Halbrecht.
3: Uh, Poor Ooh. boy. Yeah. So Thraka escapes again. Wow. Um, but he escapes with a new calling. He's called to start the Great War.
2: Yeah, uh, and... A battle cry that echoes across the galaxy, and every orc would battle for eternity. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty great time for them. (laughs) Yeah. They're all excited about this. (laughs) (laughs) So he disappears into the warp, and the next time he's kind of seen um, is Octarius. Yeah. So the Octarius um, is an orc empire that was... Uh, it's one of the oldest and largest orc empires, actually. Is, is it
3: the one with, like, the Overfiend of... Yes. Car- yeah. The,
2: the Overfiend is, like, the title that's yeah. given to the the leader of this empire. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's, it's in the system of Ultramar, I believe... Or like whatever, it's in the like ultramarine. Like the Ultima Segmentum. Maybe? Yes, it's oh. in the Ultima Segmentum. Sure. Um, and then it's described as almost being as big as the Ultramar. Oh, okay. Yes. So, oh, it, so it's huge.
3: A... That's cool. It's
2: absolutely massive, and wow. these orc worlds are just all over this place, and they're yeah. just, you know, they're led by a single guy. Um, so Thraka goes there because it's you know it's the biggest. And where do you start? By the easiest way to like get everyone together is beat the biggest orc. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he actually goes there, and I'm assuming with the intention of following through and actually beating the shit out of this orc and taking over his wog. Yeah. Um. But he arrives there right in the middle of they're in this massive war with High Fleet Leviathan. Sure. Um. And it's been going on for a decent amount of time, and they're actually losing. Oh. Kind of badly. Yeah. Um, so he finds them in their time of need and he proclaims to all the orcs across this Octarius empire that he's forming the great wog and he proves his power by slaying a really powerful Tyranid Moloch, which is a pretty big creature. It's
3: like a fucking 50 foot tall beast.
2: Yeah. And he just (laughs) goes out and he's like, I'm the orc. Follow me. Boom. Dead.
5: And it just fell down and said,
3: pay me 20 bucks later.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the orcs This is <laughs> what you <laughs> wanted. Uh, this is what a
3: moloch looks like. Ooh, the, like are that. these the
2: diggers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they create Ooh. massive tunnels that other tyranids follow behind, so they can kind of uh,
3: pop up in different areas. Oh, that's a good. Oh. The tremors one. I'm trying to find a picture of the scale. But oh, there. What that one? which one? That one. Oh, that's a great one oh wow! Yeah. A, these wow. things are huge a little towel. yeah it's and he just walks big. up on the war boss crumps it right in the crumper yeah right, right in the
5: crumper.
4: crumper
2: so it oh. kind of like that action kind of invigorates all the orcs and they can feel his power yeah you know and Ooh. and so they're He's probably
3: admitting that green energy too yeah exactly. like, that big green energy that's, that's right big yeah. green energy
2: <laughs> Yeah, so they're just convinced at this point. They're like, wow, you clearly are the biggest, baddest orc. Like, I'll follow you. Yeah. Uh, And so they all rally behind him, this entire Octarius Empire now. Um, So he fights off this Leviathan threat.
3: invasion. Yeah, and then he
2: leaves the system at the head of five million orc warships. Oh, my God. Sorry, what? Five million orc warships.
6: <laughs> how many how many orcs on a warship? I don't know. That's ten. ten many, yeah. many, <laughs> there's
3: many, ten. Many, a billion orcs. Many orcs. Orcs. Man. orcs. <laughs>
4: Lots of orcs. <laughs> yeah, like
5: <laughs> the at the front of the fleet. Behold my
2: orcs. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at all these orcs. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So like, at this point he's really like created the Great Wall.
2: Yeah. And now You can only assume that as more and more orcs hear about it, and as his power grows, they're just going to flock to him. Now he's not going to have to go seek out these orcs; they're going to come to him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So he leaves the system, and he's like, "Now let's go find the Imperium," which is you know everywhere. Yeah. So he he can pretty (laughs) much just go to the next planet. He's going to crump some. (laughs) Found them. (laughs) Yeah.
3: What a surprise! Surprise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm curious a little bit about the great wog has it ever been mentioned before like, i it, can't remember any yeah time. me either but it, it just seems like it's like Built in their religion, almost you know, uh, the Wolf Times. Exa- wolves always yes. talk about the Wolf Times. They yeah. orcs would talk about the Great Wog. Yeah. So like they Throck- talk about
2: like one day it's prophesied that the the great orc will come and he'll lead yeah. us into another Great Wog and we'll we'll battle across the stars and everything. I, yeah. I feel that it feels very much like a some kind of prophetic yeah. uh, thing that's ingrained in their culture or the yeah. stories.
5: I can I just like imagine like a a big orc like knob sitting at a, around a fire with all the, like, grots and like, <laughs> and everything, and just be like, one day, the great war. <laughs> and will turn like, the whole galaxy green. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, he just sits there, and he's like, ah. That's the days, and like has like a, a sip of yeah. tea, and then, <laughs> like, and then right. he'll
2: be like, "With the power of Gork," and another one pipes up, "No, with
4: more,"
3: <laughs> and then it just turns into a big fight. fight. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I like that scene. Yeah. Oh,
2: now this, so he's he's doing his great walk, yeah, and he's now effectively created it, and yeah. he's ready to go. Ready to go fight. Ready to go do the tings.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: Unfortunately, this has caught the eye of a couple different people. Mm. So the next we're going to talk about is dead on planet Krongar.
5: Oh. It's going to be Brody. All right. Bro. During the psychic awakening, Astartes of the Space Wolves chapter vowed to bring an end to Thraka, chasing him across the galaxy that resulted in the Battle of Krongar. Wolf Lord Ragnar Blackmane met Thraka in battle, and this is what resulted.
3: Yeah, so he got so big, he got some people's attention. Now, this is fun. This is some fun new lore <laughs> that we get to read. So, this, this is all quoted directly off of GW, word for word. So just truly enjoy okay. the well-crafted, the oh, it's perfectly seasoned. Yeah, this lore. is
2: this isn't us at all. This is actually a quote we just took. Okay, oh, this is like eating a nice quote unquote tender veal steak. Ooh. <laughs> <This> <laughs>
5: is a luxury. Ooh. Um, the greatest orc war boss of the forty-first millennium managed to do what no one in the galaxy could manage. <laughs> Effectively kill Ragnar Blackmane, one of the Imperium's greatest heroes. He didn't have the fight all of he didn't have the fight all his own way, though. As Ragnar did manage to chop his head off, of course, such a flesh wound wouldn't waste <laughs> wound wasn't enough to stop the self proclaimed prophet of Gork and Mork.
3: I don't mind that. I don't mind that Ragnar or that uh, that he got his head chopped off and sewn back on. It's a little weird that had lost again. Just, and, and just against... But like orc physiology, we do have examples of them of stitching course. heads on. Bodies. We
2: know that's not necessarily yeah. enough to kill him. It's just a what are you, you can't finish the job, Ragnar? Are you that impotent that <laughs> you're close enough to well, swing his head off, but you can't stomp on it well, once?
3: Let's read now from Ragnar's perspective.
2: Okay, <laughs> Ragnar
5: went hard in his first fight against Gazgul, willing to sacrifice his life to put an end to the alien menace. He fought with skill and ba- bravery, but ended up with an arm sheared off, a broken neck, and several fist-sized rents in his armor.
3: So both are dead now. One has right. been decapitated. One has been. Well, do
2: you not remember in the first part? It says he could, the orc war boss did what no one else could do, <laughs> effectively kill Ragnar Blackmane. Effectively, which is being funny key word because there. he doesn't sound dead to me. <laughs> do they not know what the word "kill" means? <laughs>
5: you don't you don't kill characters
2: no of course not Eric. yeah yeah
5: my apologies you would never do that. Yeah. god damn it we only get with Primarchs. the program <laughs> gw's been doing it for 30 years figure it out oh. <laughs> um after an enterprise Enterprising Grot managed to find Gaskell's head. His remains were taken to Mad Doc Grotznick, and the pain boy had a plan. Lugging looted macro capacitors into his lab, he began his experiments, and as sheets of green power filled the sky, Gaskell lived. It lives! More. That's exactly what I get, too. He's <laughs>
3: yeah. alive! Yeah, yeah. He's bigger and uh, he's stronger. Now, the question is whose body did his head get sewn onto? <laughs> I'm
2: betting. His, I'm betting his own. I, I, I am betting his but, own. But picture this:
6: that head on a Gretchen. <laughs> <That's> bigger. <laughs> it's
5: it bigger. Oi, where's my buddy? Yes, <laughs> where's <falling>. my body? <laughs> Oi, grotsnik, this is funny.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then orcs is like, you know, oh, oh,
3: oh,
5: you look so funny. <laughs> exactly
3: right. Okay. Um, so happy ending for Gaskill. What, what about our boy Ragnar?
5: When the warriors of his great company found his body, it seemed like the young king's saga was over. There was only one option to save his life, attempting to cross the Rubicon primaries. <gasps> Ragnar's spirit was strong, and it was not yet ready to travel to the halls of the emperor. So somehow the wolf lord clawed his way back to life.
3: So what's nice, GW. too, is GW actually wrote, So somehow the
5: wolf (laughs) we're not they don't even
3: know we don't know we don't know just somehow this happened okay guys please believe it so i Um, mean
2: the psychic awakening was not the best (laughs) lore writing that they had (laughs) it seemed very rushed
5: and a little impractical
2: yeah yeah in fact most of those books i that i perused through i was kind of just like eh and then I was like, maybe the next one. Great artwork. Eh. Great artwork. Ten That's out nice of thing. ten artwork. Oh Don't my god! The artwork. Don't yeah. even need the
5: rules. Just <laughs> no. tore those out. <laughs> but
2: yeah, like this, the whole thing with they fought, Gazcool <laughs> died, Ragnar died. They both get back together and they both kiss and make up. And now it's a fun time.
3: Apparently, too. They was it them who fought for ten days? Okay, or something. Apparently, they had a duel that lasted for ten, 10 days. days and ten nights. Mm-hmm. Just the two of them, too. Like, like the Space Wolves are drinking, the boys on. around are drinking. They're all just watching. Yeah. Per view. It's Like, nice. it's just... Yeah. I don't get it.
2: So... Like it, it's not even cool anymore at that point no. to me. It just is like it's it's a trope. It feels tropy. Yeah. Well, think about all the Eldar lore. That's like
5: they had a duel for seventeen so days. That's was-
2: one of the only other times, and that's so it's Karondris and Ara. Yeah. And we just mm-hmm. talked about that, yeah. right? And that's one of the few that I actually appreciate because Curandris is like he's a sneaky stealth boy, hmm. and it the makes- battle
3: maybe it wasn't just like full tilt exactly yeah. yeah
2: maybe he slips away and he like hunts him for 10 hours sure as aura is like on a rampage destroying everything sure. around him and Karandras is just waiting and waiting and waiting and then he gets a sneak attack in and yeah
3: another good example of like these types of battles is um kalgar held a gate for 40 days and 40 nights but he's just killing waves of orcs yes it's, it's
2: not a single guy that he's fighting yeah it's not a
3: <laughs> Yeah. Fucking duel <laughs> for 10 days
2: yeah um, it's him in like a hot gates type scenario where you know he's yeah. effectively used terrain to his advantage and he's standing as the final wall yeah. and that's like a badass thing that's a Whereas, I love yeah that. this just feels yeah. like it's overplayed tropey and i yeah. i really really don't like it yeah
3: um there is so- one little Lasting effect, um, so Ragnar, he does have two wolves, I forget their names, uh, but both those wolves do die. Does Gasko kill them? Yeah. And it's like, those are essentially his brothers, mm. so there is loss, there is sadness, but ultimately it's... Well, now it's, it's he's it's Primaris, just, though, yeah. so he's better than he ever yeah. was. He's thinking of himself, trade-off, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, then, he's like, no. I feel much stronger. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the other nice thing, so we always get the picture of Ragnar fighting uh, uh, Thraka there, and... Uh, Ragnar's full Primaris when he's fighting Thraka. Well, they come back, don't they? And they, I don't know if they do, man. No, they don't fight each other again? No, I think it's just I, once. They, okay. They fight uh,
5: no, the prophecy, do they? Yeah, the, so in the Prophecy of the Wolf Box, oh. it has lore that like he tries to get Thraka again, but oh. then... Something happens where they get pulled apart.
2: Oh, of course. That trope. Yeah. (laughs) We went from
4: one trope to another trope. Now it sounds like
2: Jane Czar (laughs) fighting Draza for the fifth time in two days or whatever after both of them had died or something. Yeah. That was what. I, that's what, hmm. I,
3: I'm pretty sure I read that. Yeah, that would make process. sense. I, I'm Thraka pretty sure they go his, back. All, all his gear, new gear and stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't read that part. I just read GW's stuff that they wrote for me. <laughs> oh, okay. And then I you, thought.
2: You can't read GW stuff <laughs> and take it as facts, man. Oh,
5: okay. You're not going right to have a good time. Fan fiction is the way to go.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
2: then Thraka took off his helmet. And pursed his lips and said to Ragnar, oh. Come here, lover boy.
3: <laughs> Faka, with his 50-pound power claw, brushes Ragnar's ponytail out of the way. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this moment, Ragnar. I've been waiting a long time for this. I've been waiting, you big furry. You big furry. Oh God. So that's
2: like this, this planet Krongar, the psychic awakening, his battle with these space wolves... It's their, It's how they showed his new model, sure. right? So it's yeah. it's like a little bit of backstory, but I think Thraka has been really cool to me up until now that yeah. I hope that they put this in some kind of publication and actually do it real justice as opposed to like, hey, here's two pages of poorly written stuff yeah. for it, it. So yeah. I, I really hope they... Somehow yeah. the wolf
3: lord yeah. clawed his way back
2: to life. Yeah. I hope they redo this in an actual book. Because sure. I think that would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty much where he is now. He's left like, these space wolves, he's got his new body, he's in a massive new suit of armor. He's yeah. he's absolutely huge. Yeah. And he's gathering the Great Wog.
3: Yeah.
5: So I, well, I love his new model, by the way. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's very amazing good. Does this is
2: make <laughs> me want to buy this. Like I wanna put this in my, my chapter's lore. This is cool. the Thraka yeah Yeah. like orcs are such a great enemy for space marines oh Mm -hmm. my goodness like I, I love, obviously I'm a Black Templar guy, right? <laughs> yeah. And they only care about fighting orcs, really. <laughs> it seems to be. Yeah. You know, the the general So it, they're just a classic. They are they can be similar size to Space Marines. Sure. They're as vicious as Space Marines. Bigger than
3: Space Marines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And, and that's, that's
5: the other reason why in my lore for my chapter, they get stranded on a planet oh, yeah. with barrel orcs. Yeah. And Ooh. it's like, Cool. This is something that they can do all the time, and you'll never have issues, right?
3: Yeah, because I hate it. <laughs> yeah. So Thraka is now on the Great Wog. Um, he's fully recovered. His head has been stitched back onto some body, and now he's back on the Great Wog.
2: Yeah. Um. Let's. That's that's where we go. Yeah. That, that that's where he is now. Yeah. You know, he's stuck. That's hopefully. Well, maybe when they write more, they advance the story. We'll hear more about what orcs he's gathered or what yeah. armies that he's going to assault now as he starts his great wog yeah. across the galaxy. Like he's got 500, five, sorry, 5 million ships.
4: 5, and five like, million. And it's like,
5: and okay, well, ships, how many does he battleships, have now?
2: Warships. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's got 700 million now. <laughs> I, okay, actually, I'll, I'll wait to talk about it later. But I have this idea of what I want to from guys cool okay but i'll okay. share it later yeah okay. we
3: got a spot for that yeah um all right let's talk about who he is as a person though as what a, makes an orc, he's yeah. not a person oh. yeah. <laughs> real strong
6: character real mm-hmm. real swell guy what
3: makes Thraka
6: tick personality and traits Thraka is said to be one of the most dangerous orcs to have ever lived he's brutal and cunning He is large strong and tough but what makes Thraka so dangerous is that he has vision not just for the present but for the past and most importantly for the future, something that almost no other orc possesses. Yeah. That's they're, really cool as well because in the Hell's Reach book, um, there is one part where Grimaldus was like explaining to one of his brothers, like these orcs live in the moment. Like mm-hmm. their lifespan is measured in moments. Hmm. Like a
3: dog would measure their time essentially. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. if
2: they're hungry, they eat. If they're thirsty, mm-hmm. they drink. If they want to fight, they fight. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they don't really have that super planning yeah. thing or like, legacy building type things. Yeah, that's not what they're focused on. Yeah, and that's really cool because Thraka has... is just
6: transcended that.
2: Yeah, I love that.
6: While more than capable of crushing anything that opposes him, Thraka tends to spend more time commanding his troops, leading from behind and making plans. Thraka has an eye for knowing exactly when to make his move, and he can always be found in the thick of it during critical battles.
2: Mm -hmm. Some would say he knows... (laughs) The, perfect, the
3: per- perfect time to time. smash the perfect. Oh, to crumb to crumb boys <laughs> um, yeah like he, he can crush anything that opposes him like at one point in the lore he's described as a 16 foot tall orc in mega armor like what do you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah what what
2: gun do you you need a fucking battle cannon and even then yeah. he's
3: wearing armor so thick he might as well be walking around in a tank
2: He's, yeah. he's his know? own mobile killdozer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am the killdozer. He's like, I can still move pretty fast. Put another plate of armor on <laughs> me. Just
5: I really some just concrete. need to be able to waddle <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. forward. <laughs> so oh, he's man. more red. Yeah, more like, red, he's more crazy. Fast. There's some great pictures of, like, uh, like artwork of his scale of mm-hmm. him fighting like Yark and you see the size difference then it's just like Why? Yeah <laughs> you wonder how well. anything could survive yeah. in his path, like one on one. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, like yeah, he he leads his troop, he he puts them into positions, he's touring the front lines like we talked about. Yeah, he
2: cares about discipline and yeah. he cares about strategy. Yeah. And he
3: cares about planning.
2: He cares about learning from his mistakes. Yeah. It's crazy. All very unorky things. Yeah. yeah. Thraka is described by others as
6: megalomaniacal, a psychopathological condition characterized by delusional fantasies of wealth, power, or omnipotence. I'm super proud because I knew that word from before. Which brings (laughs) us to the question that Thraka is actually the prophet of Gork and Mork and everything he does is guided by them. Or is Thraka insane due to the fact that 30% (laughs) of his brain was destroyed?
3: Hard to say. That's...
6: Yeah, I I really like what you said before. Was like that Adamantian is like an antenna. Yeah, <laughs> and just opened him up to the gods. Like <laughs> yeah. that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. So.
2: There's, like, I, I think it still uh, can go either way.
4: Oh, yeah, you little can call it. Little column
6: A, little column
2: B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like, if sure. if you want to choose the route of he's an actual prophet, yeah. I think there's enough evidence for you to be like, yeah, like, he fucking hears from the gods. Yeah. But if you want to go from the fact that it's just Wog energy building up around him, as, you know, Wog energy has done for 60 million yeah. years, mm-hmm. and they're just following natural orc progression, and maybe this is just another rise of the prime orc, and this this is what happened last time as well. Sure. Mm. Like, it's it's really hard to
3: definitively say yeah. one or the other, yeah.
2: but I think you get to choose. Yeah.
3: I, I think I would have leaned more to the fact that Thraka was insane a year ago. Absolutely. So after learning Gork and work are real, I'm 100%. Even when writing these notes, I like to throw in, like, words like, divine quests, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Add that religious, the hand aspect. of God yeah, or divine yeah.
2: intervention saving him, or coincidence that is no longer coincidence. Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I think I definitely lean on that. And yeah. oh, agreed. It, it's something that
5: because of that new information, it just makes it that much more appealing. Yeah, yeah.
3: I agree. Yeah. Um, and the other really crazy thing is, uh, he shows a willingness to work with other humans. Um, at one point, or just other races, other races. Yeah, and to work with, sometimes that does mean enslaving. But uh, <laughs> at one point, I think it uh the first or, or the second or third war with Von Straub. Uh,
2: the, oh, that's the third war. Yeah. Okay, so I, I did kind of. Now, if you're familiar with the second or third war for Armageddon, because there's a lot written about them, yeah. you'll notice that I, we missed a lot. Yeah, like this of isn't stuff. an Armageddon episode. Exactly. The, we kind of we wanted to pick through and give you the orc perspective of this thing which is really tough because the stories aren't written from orcs they're Mm -hmm. written from about humans defending and all the crazy things that the humans had to go through and they don't talk about what went on in the orc lines and how they planned their battle strategies and what they had to overcome and so it's a little frustrating actually as i was going through this it just made me wish that they did more non-human centric Mm. perspectives sure so there's one part mark's talking about so von straub at the end of the second war he's labeled a traitor Mm -hmm. really um helbrecht got gets him and throws him in prison oh dante Dante. right you're right uh, Dante throws him in prison and says, like, you're gonna be tried on charges of murder and, and assassination <laughs> yeah. and um, Treason, I'm sure. Yeah, negligence and treason because, you know, you failed to do your duty <clears throat> yeah. as the overlord. Um, which is like, in my opinion, Dante should have just killed him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Dante is too nice. Good guy, Dante. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Trying to be the ruler over here yeah. or something. Um, so he goes in prison. He escapes because, you know, he was the overlord. He has people. Yeah, some he probably had guards in, under his sway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People in friendly places. So mm-hmm. he actually lives until the next war. Sure. And um, Hive Acheron, which had been tried to be assaulted in, in the second war, <laughs> Straub is in a position during the Third War to infiltrate Hive Acheron and cause it to crumble from within. And the deal that Straub made with Thraka was that Straub would get to rule it once uh, Thraka like, won mm. the planet. yeah, And he would be able to rule Hive Acheron, you know, go from his disgraced position of, like, a traitor back to some weird ruler. And you can only assume that now he's going to, you know, be a bad person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> are we yeah. really the baddies? Yeah. Like. <laughs> like, that is Thraka making yeah. a deal with, like, a, a human yeah. who's in, like, a, a position to be manipulated. And it, it really shows foresight on Thraka's part. Yeah, he's yeah. like, what are the weaknesses in this place's defenses? Other than its physical things, you know? Yeah. What are, what's the political environment like?
3: Sure, yeah. Like, he would have been paying attention Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, How can I access communication with this guy and keep it, like, open and and secure and stuff? So, there's serious, like, forethought in what Thraka is doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, that's a great example, and we left it out because I, we' not trying to make this an Armageddon. I knew von we'd talk Straub. about it here anyway. Yeah, yeah so. that's
3: fair. But uh, yeah, it's very cool that he he does show that. Like, who knows if he was actually going to hold up his end of the bargain? Who knows? What, that's Oltraca. Yeah, that's a oh, different who, question. Oh, gives a shit. Yeah, yeah right. either way, like either
2: way, he manipulated von Straub to overthrow an entire high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He he won that thing without raising a single finger. That's great for an orc and that's very unorky thing to do orcs are just like you want it let's just go get it yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not plan and like sedition through yeah. you know so yeah that's cool uh Absolutely. he's
3: a smart ish orc he's like a regular humans iq level that orc <laughs> yeah wow very neat uh so that's his kind of personality he's big he's bad he's green he's willing to work with humans ish mm-hmm.
4: Ish. ish, keyword <laughs> ish Ish.
3: let's talk about his war gear so recently after Thrakus' Resurrection by Mad Doc Grotzniks he has been wearing a massive suit of mega armor which is the heav- heaviest variety of orc armor mega armors are powered by exoskeleton suits covered in plates or metal to offer as much protection as possible the armor itself is very complex for an orc and requires the use of built in bionics because of this it doesn't see widespread use yeah. yeah so you
2: clarified something when we were kind of preparing this is that mega armor is kind of a catch all phrase sure. and there's no like, it's, it's, not it's not like Terminator a mark. Yes, yeah. where you look at it and it's a uniform thing. Yeah. yeah. It's more just like, you put enough plates on it, <laughs> we're just going to call it Mega Armor. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you know. It's actually determined by how fast the orc can walk. Because mm-hmm. once you get so many plates, you can only move so fast.
2: Yeah, so. and then what you can actually do is mm-hmm. um, add, like, power converters more on this. Yep. And so some of these Mega Armor people are actually faster than regular orcs.
3: And they're just wearing regular mm-hmm. armor then, or is that Mega? No, it's still Mega Armor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> dear lord yeah uh and apparently these actually like weigh so while all of mega armors are like insanely large uh yeah. they weigh more than a ton <laughs> oh jeez. like okay, I'm pretty okay. Sure they, isn't that like a thousand pounds or something 1500 pounds £1,
3: <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot to of carry weight.
2: by a single guy <laughs> yeah so thrakas is even bigger um and this was just me having a little uh, orky fun but and he probably just follows the orc philosophy well if one armor is good
3: <laughs> then two is better <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah i like that <laughs> because of the power output and weight bearing capability of this humongous warsuit thraka is able to wield a power claw of tremendous size it's a four-talon, like four-fingered, four-talon, and called Gork's Claw. On his other arm, he wields a four-barreled cannon called Mork's War Roar. Very cool.
5: Yeah. I absolutely love his power claw. Yeah. It's
2: like... It's, it's just huge. Ugh, Cleaver. Cleaver's in each hand. <laughs> it, it literally looks like he could just like pick up a space marine and crush it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. He's huge. Looks like a, a
5: really big slap shot. <laughs> <laughs> his biggest slap <laughs> job. <laughs> Give me onions. <laughs>
3: um yeah, that's kind of his war gear. Like he has a boss pole and he has actually a very specific banner that he takes everywhere, but he doesn't take it.
2: Well, mm. the on his very old models, yeah. he actually had the banner on himself. Mm. Um and it was just like this orc with three shooters mm. on it okay. uh, but like very old school like 1980s 1990s <laughs> okay. style yeah yes. so oh, okay. um, it wasn't great <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> even even the model before this one yeah. it didn't have that banner it just had the boss pole hmm. on it mm. um which you know really elevated his size because it made him big but now i think with his model this is much more to what i would expect the scale to mm-hmm. be yeah
3: yeah uh, so let's talk about Thraka's future's goals. So, what does it mean to be Gorkamork's prophet, and what do you think they want Thraka to do? So, we kind of read that quote earlier um, of what the Gork what the gods actually said to him or wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. And there's some really interesting things. Like the one of the crazy things was uh, the first thing he has to do is go and fight every other orc warlord. He has to be the number one, like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always interesting because he has to unite the race, then he has to go and wipe out every other race, and then he has to fight with his own race <laughs> for the end of time. He's um, got a lot on his uh, checklist.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Step one, get all the orcs. <laughs> Step two, kill all everything else. Step three, question mark.
3: Uh-huh. Step four, profit. TBD. <laughs> TBD. Yeah. Um, is there anything you guys would like to see him now kind of do now that he's out and about? Well, thanks, Mark, for, uh, <laughs> for asking me. You know, uh-huh.
2: You know what? Uh, First, long time listener, first time (laughs) caller. Honestly, what I would absolutely love from Thraka is, I mean, he already has his quest. Yeah. But I would love to see him... Want to find Gork and Mork? Sure. So he's been Ooh. in communion yeah. with them for so long. Um, we now know that Gork and Mork are real entities, and that he actually can find them. Because it's one thing if he's like, "I'm going to go searching for them," but they might not even exist. Yeah, yeah. But it's another thing if they're like, "Come find us," you know, sure. like. Uh, I would love for him to, like, take his world killer, whatever, you know, Space Hulk he's on right now, (laughs) and just fly it into the Eye of Terror, and he's taking a bunch of weird boys with him, and all, like, his crazy people, and he's like, I'll be back, and he just goes and and finds Gork and Mork somehow, so... Does he bring it back I don't I don't even know if I need a resolution to yeah. it just that he's um, gonna <laughs> yeah because yeah. at, at some point you know if he continues growing you can only assume that he's going to be too big mm-hmm. you know I, I don't know if I want another the beast
3: yeah thing. yeah
2: i I am not a super huge fan of these like jacked up singular individual people in yeah. 40k I'm much more a fan of the individual um like regular guy mm, mm-hmm. um so at some point he's gonna be so powerful that it's like not even Mortarion can defeat him yeah. or like all the chaos forces can't do it so uh, before i think it gets to that point i'd like to see him turn into like some kind of logan or not logan uh russ yeah type deal where mm, russ is mm. like i'll go and i'll be back when it's the right time mm-hmm. yeah yeah or and so gazco is like i've had a vision this massive thing is going to happen and in order to stop it, I'm going to go get Gork and Mork. And I'm going to bring them or bring their power Whoa. out to Whoa. us. Yeah. And, you know, the orcs will live in, like, this new era or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Violence. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> Utopia exactly. violence. violence. Exactly. And then he just disappears into the warp. And, you know, oh, okay. you maybe see him every once in a while. And he kind of just turns into this spiritual, like, leader yeah. of the orcs. Mm. I-, I think and, that would be cool.
3: And maybe there's rumors that he does come out, but it's never confirmed. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Or,
2: like... Orcs like won a crazy victory and no one knows how it exactly. could possibly had happened. But there's a
3: huge twenty foot tall orc. Exactly. Scene well now rampaging. he's fifty foot tall feet yeah.
2: tall, right? And yeah. You know, he has these like you know, when he shows up the ground shakes and, and the guy the sky turns green and yeah. all you can feel is this ghastly fear running through <laughs> your body as Gork and Mork's power just transcend onto this planet and overtake it. Yeah. 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 I, I think that would be really cool for him to turn into, but I also am totally fine with him staying on the tabletop yeah. as he currently is. Sure, yeah, yeah. I
6: like that story. Uh, yeah, good. it just that's, that's really I, good. I ran away you, with you're it. A, you're that's, a storyteller, a natural <laughs> storyteller, <laughs> natural storyteller.
2: Yeah,
5: I, I think I think that would be really cool, and I I think he is a good. Like, the orcs don't need, like, a necessary, like, revamp of their model range, but I think it would be a really cool thing to use him to, like, redo their weird boys and have, like, a weird boy unit, Mm. like, go on there with him, because he loves weird boys. Absolutely, So I think that would be a cool thing where, like, you you see the more psychic side of orcs get into the whole lore okay.
2: and gameplay yeah and I, I think even them confirming gork and mork it only opens that avenue more because weird Keeps boys going, were yeah. just weird yeah, yeah before they were kind of just like yeah you need them because you need a, an outlet for the log energy mm-hmm. but they were nothing other than that they're just conductors but yeah. now it's like well they do that And they can commune with your actual gods. Yeah,
5: exactly. They're still
3: fucking weird.
2: They're still weird, and we still don't like the Ed (laughs) Bang.
3: But,
2: yeah. So I I agree that this kind of opens up a more avenue for Weird Boys to be... Find a a different place now Mm -hmm. in orc society. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Josh, you have any uh, fun
6: theories you want to... I'm not going to lie. I don't know enough about orcs to... Okay. Give into that, but I'm just gonna agree with Eric's story because I. Oh that yes, <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> Believe it or not,
3: I too will steal his answer. <laughs> yeah, seriously,
6: that's quality, uh, man. I I hope that it gets
4: read.
3: What Eric said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but so in all good.
2: fairness, I had like all day to think about this. <laughs> man, that's, that's quality, still. Yeah. I love that. No doubt. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Thraka is pretty fucking wild. Um, the other really cool kind of thing about Thraka, this is just a little side note. He's had four models since his inception. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, like, he might Mm. be the most modeled person. Like, the next one maybe is Kalgar. Mm. Uh, Maybe Ragnar Blackman. I think he has three or four.
5: Three Three. that I know of. Yeah. Who am I, really? (laughs) Who who
3: are any of us, really? Yeah. I like the Warhammer. Um, I I like Warhammer. I'll pull up his uh, picture here, actually, I suppose. I'm
2: capable of that. The very first model of Thraka, um, on the Lexicanum. It's just said it's an orc conversion <laughs> by Andy
3: be. Chambers.
2: Yeah, so a very well known name in the early years of Warhammer for sure. I love the class. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, so
2: oh, 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 yeah. look at those boots. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So What's yeah, the... you can even see on his banner oh, that's the. God. It's an orc with the three shootas and.
3: It's a goddamn Gene Stealer orc.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. I love
6: the classic Warhammer. It's so good. Okay, let's go back. I love how the bases are all just too small for them. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's just (laughs) made so much
3: better. That's his next one. Oh, he kept the skull boots. Very nice. Love the skull boots. He actually got a lot more
1: skulls on his body. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but he still keeps that one banner banner of himself. And he's using a sword
3: too, which is interesting. And then we got... That thraka so what?
2: What one. edition was this? I think
3: this was a uh, third edition. Wow! Thraka. So yeah. to go
2: from wow. second to third, um, that's a pretty big model, like impressive. Like, what do you? Yeah, quality. Pretty big model quality yeah. jump.
3: Yeah, maybe it's fourth, but it, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's relatively new. But this is well one not new where
2: but. he abandons the um the banner. And he only takes the boss pull now. Yeah, he
3: gets rid of the sword, mm. too. Gets a massive fuck-off power claw. <laughs> <laughs> Big cannon. And then finally we got his new oh, model. My.
2: Which is... It's just so beefy, yeah, he's so beefy. so savage and brutal.
4: Yeah,
2: he's, he's huge. That is
5: So huge. huge. He's huge. Yeah. He, but he is still on a hero rock oh yes so, always well he's so. a hero yeah uh, yeah a hero of the uh orc race
3: that's right a hero rock
2: <laughs> yeah no he he's seen
3: some decent
2: upgrades
3: yes in his models absolutely yeah. um do we want well, anything else we want to talk about thraka before we jump into his like his his accomplices
2: well yeah, I think we... I'm good. I'm good. He's pretty neat. I like him. He gets a neat-o from us. Yeah. Absolutely. Warhammer yeah. ranks some neat. I've Brody him approved Facebook. neat. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's very cool. He's one of those characters, I think, that um, if you just do a brush on him, you might pass over it or you just go for like, I don't know, what What's a cool meme? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if, like, he's popular enough for people to meme. People, I mean, <laughs> orcs themselves are just a meme. Yeah, <laughs> really, there. So yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. But Yeah, I, it's not like he's, like, Abaddon with exactly. his fill, I mean. Yeah, so <laughs> just, I was going to say, just like Abaddon, though, you can get, like, a piece of him, mm. and you don't appreciate it then. Sure. No. But I think when you sit down and you actually look at his progression, like, sure. I am way more impressed with Gazkul now than I was 24 hours ago
3: oh yeah yeah when we planned the episode i think i started off by saying so has he taken armageddon yet <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah right
2: <laughs> what the fuck and then you go through it and you realize like armageddon isn't that as big of a deal as yeah as games workshop seems to hype it up to be
3: for him yeah yeah one one thing i forgot to talk about is like gaskill seems to kind of almost toy with things like uh he toys yeah. with the He might have been toying with Armageddon the whole time too. Like. Yeah,
2: he's he's just like I'm not having any fun anymore, just, so I'm leaving. Exactly, I'm
3: here
5: for the funsies.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very interesting that he's like that. So
2: yeah, yeah. I, he's he's a creature of impulse to me. I see that a couple times where yeah. it just things happen and he's like, okay, like I'll do it. You know, like yeah, no yeah. problem here. He, he's impulsive. He's hard to like nail down. You know, and I think a lot of that comes from his self-proclaimed prophet of the Wog, sure mm-hmm. and you know the communer of the gods so
4: yeah cool
2: i character. love him cool I'm, I'm way more impressed with him now than i ever was yeah uh but he is not alone no and every good leader has a good
3: sidekick do we want to do the sidekick first or <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, they're both technically... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so the story would not have happened. None of this would have happened if it wasn't for Mad Doc Grotznik and putting that adamantium plate into his head. So Grotznik is crazy because he's been with Thraka since day one. Since Urk. Since Urk. Yeah. 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 Um, he does leave at some point, but he comes back to Thraka when he calls the Great Walk. Of
2: course. Yeah. You can't
3: ignore
5: the call I, of the Great Wog. I honestly didn't know that he was with Thraka. Like the whole oh, like, thing like from I. the beginning. I was Pretty like, much. I just thought he was an independent character, and then, like, because of the great wah, he went back. I didn't know he was any of the reason. Oh,
2: me neither.
3: This is, it was all brand yeah. new to me, yeah. So, Mad Doc Grotznik is an infamous orc that travels with Thraka. Grotznik is, like most other Pain Boys, completely insane <laughs> and obsessed with surgery. Surgery? How do you say that, orky? I, I honestly. Surgery. Just say... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Perfect. <laughs> he has experimented on himself so much that he has become even more resilient and demented than most other orcs. His implanted bionic weapons make him a fearsome killing machine in close combat, and he's more than willing to experiment on any hapless orc who ends up on his operating <laughs> table. I love how they.
2: like You need pain, boys. Yeah. Because orcs obviously need surgery. <laughs> yeah. Right? But you don't want surgery. (laughs) No. No. Uh, Right? (laughs) Like, almost maybe don't cut me open and make changes to me. It's just a flesh wound. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You've got no legs. (laughs) No, uh, I haven't. <laughs> You've lost an arm. No, I haven't. <laughs> I mean that—that's how I see all of them being like. Please
3: don't operate. Or, on me. Pork
5: looks at him like, "Why do you have a bone saw? <laughs> I cut my finger. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like,
3: you want to want me to cut your finger? Okay. Uh, no, that's
5: not
2: really <laughs> the table saw. That
5: <laughs> yeah, like, right?
2: yeah. Skill saw.
5: Yeah, I got uh, this at the Home Depot. Well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nice product placement there. Oh, yeah, All I know, right? <laughs> he works for Home Depot. So. No, I just started. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can show them your bosses this. And oh, then, perfect. Yeah. yeah, that works. They like that kind
6: of thing, I think. Yeah, they hate Warhammer. Actually. I kind of <laughs> see great. that as like, I saw this meme this one time. There's uh, these two Imperial Guard that were like injured. Yeah. And one of them's like, we need an apothecary," And this apothecary. Comes and like pulls out his drill thing. He's like, <laughs> "I need to stab you." And he's like, "No, you're gonna kill her." And he's just, like, "Stabs, oh, blood's flying." We're like, "No!" And she gets up. She's perfectly fine. Like,
4: oh, <laughs> oh, I feel better. That's
3: what
5: that's what I imagine you are, cause You just like hack off limb. They're better. like <laughs> oh so good. <laughs> takes off a hand. My knee feels much
2: better. (laughs) I mean, all of this almost perfectly sums up
3: orc surgery. Yes, I love it. Uh, Love it. So Grotznik is best known for the doc as the doc who performed the surgery on Thraka, turning him into the war boss he is today. Suddenly extremely popular, Grotznik looked at a mob of orcs waiting outside his tent and saw another great opportunity. He convinced (laughs) the richest knobs of his tribe that they, too, uh, have need for the procedure that saved Gaskill. What Grotznik didn't tell them was that each cranium contained a portion of a high explosive that he had a remote control trigger hidden away from each of them. The work kept rolling in, and knob after knob with mental craniums uh, offended Grotznik. He had no issue detonating their later upgrade. So he put bombs in their brains. And he literally is just
2: like, all right, I'm upgrading you. Let me put a
4: kill switch inside your brain. I You're so it. much better now.
3: <laughs> You're so much better at listening to orders now. <laughs> the surgery was a success. It's yeah, a yeah. success. That's
5: wild. <laughs> like, but I, I look at him like in that point where he's like getting business. It's like. So he's a plastic surgeon doing upgrades. Oh, absolutely.
4: Like, I want the new plate look. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: eventually the knobs figured out what was happening. Realizing they could not tackle Grotznik face to face, they organized an accident instead. Accident, <laughs> accident. quote, unquote. <laughs> Grotznik was called out to take a look at a faulty death dread, which is funny because he's not a mech boy. But anyhow, orcs aren't smart. But he was in for a nasty surprise. Grabbing Grotznik with the princer, the dread held him down in the dirt and used its massive circular saw to cut open the doc's head. Okay, so he, he was dead. Yeah. He essentially was killed. As Grot- Grotznik's Gretchen orderly looked down upon their dying master, they too saw a great opportunity. <laughs> and they. Dra- Orcs are nothing if not creatures of opportunity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they dragged the doc all the way back to the medical tent. Grotz- Dr- Grotznik's... The orc died several times that (laughs) night, but was miraculously miraculously saved from death. Though alive, Grosnik was driven completely mad, quite mad, and immediately detonated the craniums of every knob in the camp as he danced in the moonlight. I love it. I
2: hear, like, the Sugar
3: Plum Fairy is playing in the
2: background, and he's just... Click. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> click. And these heads are just exploding around him. It's like a right. King's la la. Yeah,
5: oh my god. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh.
4: <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
3: Since that day, his experiments have become even more bizarre, such as replacing his own limbs with those from unwilling orc (laughs) donors. That's a nice leg. (laughs) I like that leg. Orc orc surgery. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And replacing the brains of those seeking his services with a live squig. (laughs) It is even rumored that he's building his own composite super orc out of organs and body parts donated by his customers. I want to live! <laughs> <laughs> Super Orc. <laughs> oh my god. So if it was not for Gazkill's patronage, uh, he probably would have been killed long ago. After Gaskill left Armageddon Warzone, uh, Grotznik followed suit and took part in the Great Wog. As Gazkill subjugates war- rival warlords and adds their forces to his own, so Grotznik's over the casualty and takes the best wounded for his own nefarious purposes. The best wounded. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good wounded orc right
2: there. <laughs> that one's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. Yeah, he's, I mean, like all pain boys. He's fun. He's, <laughs> crazy. he's crazy. I love it. Yeah. It makes
5: me want to do orcs because I'm like, I want a grotsnick. Every yeah.
2: time I do orc episode, I just I fall in love with one more thing. Right? About exactly. The, you know,
3: Sadly, though, he's suffering from poor model syndrome. Yeah. He needs an update. This there's, one is looking like,
2: wild. Because there is no. a, like a nice pain boy model, right?
3: Yeah, there's a really yeah. nice yeah, one. Yeah, it,
2: it's like that one with the yeah. syringes on its finger. Yeah. yeah. Like you see how cool they can that, make actually. it, but they just, yeah, oof. Yeah, Grotznik could use a... He uh, could use a little bit of work. Some love.
6: That's life,
3: you know.
6: <laughs> okay. Updates are never a bad thing. What's that? Uh, updates are never a bad thing. No, no, of course not. Never, never, never.
3: Yeah. Okay. Up next. So
2: another person that has been with Gazkul through thick and thin mm-hmm. is Makari. So,
3: through standing and sitting. Right. Oh,
2: <laughs> low blow. uh uh-huh. Carry on. <laughs> you really... No, I can't think of that. <laughs> uh, is Makari the Grot. Mm-hmm. And Makari is the personal banner bearer to Thraka. And if you look at the really old second edition, oh. I think that's the first time. Yeah, there it is. There, there it is. He's just a little Grot.
3: A little Grot. Uh,
2: he's the personal banner bearer to Thraka. He has seen countless battle zones. And somehow, against all odds, he has survived nine years in this role. <laughs> wow. I love it. Yeah. The banner he carried was eventually dubbed the Lucky Stick, mm-hmm. and he was dubbed the Luckiest Grot. Yeah, unfortunately, the fates are cruel. <laughs> and while he was the luckiest grot for those nine years, he was eventually sat on by an uncaring Thraka, and his corpse fed to a squig. And <laughs> <That's> so just... <laughs> ends the story of Makari the Grot. <laughs> wow.
3: Or did it! Or so the rumor goes! (gasps) Makari is back! Oh,
2: what? Or at least a new grot called Makari is back and (laughs) carries Thraka's banner. Um, There's, uh, the idea is that, you know, like, they just don't live long, grots, so everyone, every time, like, Makari dies, a new grot is put in (laughs) his place, and Proca doesn't care about their names. Yeah, calls it Makari. Yeah, exactly. You're Makari, right? Like, it's a completely different (laughs) grot. Yes, sir, that's me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) Reporting for duty. (laughs) Please don't sit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
3: man. I was looking through the Games Workshop community page. Uh, It's worth a read. Reading the Makari saga of Makari the Grot Awakening page. Uh, oh, yeah. They write it so humorously. There's some, like, asterisks. They're, they're making slanderous claims that Yumi's... Uh, it's just propaganda from Humi's that the Grot died and, like, the humans yes. were afraid in the trenches of Makari, so they made up this rumor that he was sad on. And <laughs> it, the, the post was worded really well. Really enjoyable read. So go <laughs> read it for sure. Um, that's... My story. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's my story. Uh, That's all. Almost,
2: almost everything until recently that Games Workshop puts out with that orky flair, yeah. I really like it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> they really, like, get into the whole role of the orc.
3: Yeah. 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 It's, it's nice. So... That guy's back and with his buddy Old Thraka, and they're conquering the galaxy together. Yeah,
2: as you can see, the banner has kind of disappeared. They don't really have that same one anymore. He kind of yeah. just yeah. carries the boss pole
3: or, or the lucky stick now. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a while, the the lucky stick was a relic you could take when when he was dead. Oh, um, oh. yeah. So people would model hmm. the banner. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, hmm. on other orcs, but yeah, you could take it as a relic at one point. Cool. Um, here some stat lines you guys want. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah.
2: The Makari Stabber, I remember seeing that one. Yeah, it's that was like, ridiculous. Doesn't it? Yeah, like, Because grots aren't okay. powerful.
3: Melee, melee, strength users, AP none, damage one. Abilities. When resolving an attack made with this weapon, a uh, wound roll of six inflicts D3 mortal wounds on a target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, the attack sequence ends.
5: Yeah. So if if you wow! Fight, if you fight with him, if like if they if your opponent like is attacking you, yeah, and you and they attack him first, yeah, and he kills somebody or does d three mortal wounds, he can't attack anymore, yeah. and then the orcs get to attack again. Wow! It's like oh great, that's super cool. Gl- I've never it's seen a war like that. Very orky. <laughs> yeah, it's very
6: orky. I just imagine like
5: on the battlefield,
6: everyone's just like watching this happen. They stop and look like
3: what? <laughs> right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just it's got another rule. Accidental figurehead. Friendly goth Gretchen units can use this model's leadership instead of their own. So within 12 inches. It's cool. Accidental figurehead. Right. What's his leadership? Oh, a big old six. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it's better than a four. Yeah, better than a four. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's that's
2: a... fantastic. <laughs> Damn.
3: Wow, so, yeah, okay.
2: Makari the Grot has been with Thraka for a long time. Uh, who knows how long, actually. It doesn't I, It doesn't mention him on Urk. Um, and Makari, it says, only nine years. So, he definitely wasn't even around for the second war of Armageddon. Right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he's got the Grot. He's got Grotsnik. He's got his great Wog. And five million ships.
5: Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I can't get over that number. Yeah, It's, it's wild. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
2: 5 million warships
5: yeah and like not just here's a drop pod that we're
2: towing yeah <laughs> it's exactly. considered a ship yeah. <laughs> Very and cool. that's uh that's thraka
3: thraka i hope you guys enjoyed message us what's your favorite part about thraka is. yeah tell yeah. us all
2: about it i'll I, I love it like tell me what you like about him tell me what you don't like about him join our discord and talk about let's talk about thraka together and how yeah. cool he is yeah 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 um yeah. cool well before we actually sign off obviously we want to uh thank all the newest members of our patreon our our imperial tithers mm-hmm.
3: as yes. we call them mm-hmm. so thank you so much to ghost oh of- can i read them i feel like i have never thanked these people you absolutely can <laughs> ghost of a ghost thank you Jaden. oh thank I, I won't do that for everybody <laughs> uh dragorn 11 free pizza Ian, Roy, Colton, Stickmaster, Finn, Tony, Dankman Schmidt, Larson, Colden, Maniki Weeks, <laughs> Dino Wizard, uh, Carl, Joshua, Kaylee, and Bailey, Tim, Fuzzy Cat, Kenyon, uh, Dave, Charles, Ian, Justin, Zach, Dylan, Arcas, Leo, Brock, Andreas. Shattered chaos. Thank you guys all so much for becoming a Patreon. Yeah. Thank you member. so much for supporting us. It's supporting very the show.
2: very encouraging.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Good job. Well, um,
2: that was it for this episode. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed Thraka. Thank you so much, Brody, for joining us. And You're Josh. Welcome. It was awesome. Always a pleasure. The pleasure yeah. is mine.
5: Yeah, you not drove his, all
3: the mine. way down from Edmonton. Just I did. This. Was it worth
5: did, it? It was worth it. Oh, wow. I had, yes. I had that's a, the first
3: time we've ever heard that. Oh, <laughs> it's,
5: it's not worth it because I got to get up early and get to Starbucks before the lineup. Oh, so yeah. that's oh. what made it worth oh, okay. it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> normally
2: people who have to drive like five minutes tell us it's not worth yeah, it yeah no three hours definitely yeah. not <laughs> that was awesome thanks well, guys it was a pleasure to have you guys on uh for all of our listeners out there it was a pleasure to have you with us yeah as we explored thraka together mm-hmm. um for all of our people on patreon it was a pleasure for you to watch I assume. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, a pleasure. It's probably not a
5: pleasure. No, <laughs> just, get yeah. to see this. Yeah. <laughs> not good.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. um, and final thing before we go. Next episode, I'm not totally sure what I want to do. Send me a message. The topics are <laughs> Tau, third, uh, third Sphere Expansion. Or we got uh, a Necron episode, and we want to talk about like all the new Necron stuff, Destroyer Cults, yeah, Cryptic. So flayed ones, flayed ones, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. So shoot us a message. What you guys want to hear about us talking about next?
2: Mm. Um, wow, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh, from all of us, we'll see you next week.
3: Okay. Bye, guys.
2: See ya.
5: Peace.